Well, we're live, so we're going to go ahead and ramble all we want for as long as we can. Um, Nick, I assume you don't have a song tonight because we don't have Jack. Right, exactly. You read my mind. Exactly. Because he's the one that always demands that I have a song. I had kind of had one in my mind, then I went, you know, if Mm -hmm. Jack's not showing up, I'm not going to do one. He demands so much of you. (laughs) He really does. I give and I give and I give, and he just goes, eh, I don't want to do that. (laughs) What else you got? Yeah, yeah. He's just a taker. Like like kids that grab the whole bowl on Halloween, you fuckers. Or like those parents. You see those parents that did that? Like, I like, did, like, yeah. Those fucking bitches. Like Well, it's just yeah, exactly. Cause it's it's you know, I understand when, I understand when kids do it. You know, I understand when mm-hmm. you know, cause kids yeah, the little devil on their ex- shoulder, you know, expect, right. but like but that's just bad parenting. You know, it was mm-hmm. just fat, fat moms like going and hoarding all the full size candy bars is what it was. We we have this trunk or treat thing here in our. I don't. Do you guys have trunk or treat? You know what that is? Um, it, it's it you, sounds like a lure to just get kids right. to get into your trunk, but they <laughs> yeah. they park all of these cars. They open up the trunk, and then it's it's kind of a way for the neighborhood. Oh. Where all the kids can just kind of come and they and go just, down a line, then, yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, so that you know, it's kind of something that our city does for I don't know ever. When our, our kids were little, like three and and five or what have you, it was it was amazing. It was awesome. It was like a little neighborhood kind of thing. But it has turned into exactly what you just described, where it's just a bunch of greedy parents wanting all the free candy that they want and the the line just it's just it's insane it's like all for candy yeah, yeah so I'm like I'm like That's here's 10 sad. kids here's 10 dollars kid go buy yourself a star wars right yeah exactly go go watch a star i got you yeah if i had a candy if i had a candy like company hmm. i would make a candy not not rock candy i would just call it rock okay mm, okay or I got a rock. Either way, uh, okay. Would you, you make you, Would you make it white or crystal like? No, no, no. <laughs> would it like, come in like a little, uh, like wax little? Clearly, clearly, you haven't watched uh, Charlie Brown Christmas or uh, Charlie uh, Brown. Uh, oh, uh, I got you. Great pumpkin. Yeah. It's been a while since I've watched it. Because thing, I, he that, always I, gets a rock. He always gets a rock. Yeah, I yeah, got you that's now. The, okay, I'm thinking you know, crack rock, but uh, yeah. I yeah, guess I would, guess the thing is, is I never liked I never liked the Great Pumpkin that much as a kid. Mm-hmm. I, I I always watched Garfield's uh, Halloween. We uh, did that. Yeah, yeah. we watched mm-hmm. candy, 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 candy. And then you got some songs in there. You get that creepy old man at the end, like but. I love that one. But it's yeah. kind of weird because Garfield A has a Bill Murray voice. That's cool. But then when he sings, right, he's got some soul. He does, man. <laughs> I may be lazy. I may be fat. Or whatever. Yeah, I mean, yeah. No, no, they... and I do not chat. It's like, yeah, that's such a. And I, I actually looked up that guy because I wanted to see. Like, that was, he only wrote a few songs. And I was like, that's such a great song. Like, how could you not, you know, he never like yeah. put an album out or anything. Uh, you you never recorded this version clearly. We need that on ukulele. We do. Yeah, actually, I think I did actually look it up one time, and I did. I you find I couldn't find the chords. Uh, oh it's, yeah. it's such a song so that probably yeah that no one probably knows. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. You have to have those popular songs to to look them up. Chris, do you watch uh, Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown? I haven't watched it in forever. I mean, I, I have forever. seen it, right? Yeah. But like, it's. I, it's it's not the Charlie Brown special I would choose to watch if I had sure. to, if I right. were to do so. Like it's Christmas or bust for me. However, 
However, the the soundtrack's pretty great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it has Linus and Lucy from from the the Christmas special, but it, right. it's got a couple a couple other gems in there. Um, the I think the one thing that it is interesting about it's a great pumpkin, Charlie Brown, is that it's subversive in the fact that you are waiting for the great pumpkin to arrive, and it's right. it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. So as a, so as a kid, you're like, what the fuck. Bogus ass shit. Yeah, like, like he just got ripped off. Yeah, not, like not is to be, Santa even real? I've only seen it one time, but I, I'm sure okay. you guys have seen the the picture of the pumpkin that looks like something else. Uh, uh I assume that it looks like a dick. It looks like a woman's. Oh, vagina, vagina. I was going and to go either two. No, it's it's a you know it's a big round pumpkin, and then okay. you know basically where the stem would have come out, like it just had a weird growth, and it looks exactly okay. like a butt and a vagina. Huh. And uh, someone made a meme. I only oh saw it one time, and I, and I should yeah exactly, and I should have saved it sent to you guys because it is hilarious. But it's like now I understand why Linus was waiting for the great pumpkin. You know, <laughs> it's like yeah. <laughs> well, what you do is you take that pumpkin. And you warm it up in the microwave. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, I mean, we're only five minutes and 25 minutes seconds. already went to the gutter. Yeah. yeah, well, you know, uh, I mean, we, we, we're just trying to fit everything in, as they say. I think we've actually had a discussions, though, about Charlie Brown. Like, um, you know, of course, everyone always loves the Christmas one. Mm -hmm. um, but the one I grew up watching the most was Bon Voyage Charlie Brown. And I think it because it, it huh. came out right when I was watching cartoons as a very sure. very young kid yeah because i want to say it came out in 83 or 84 mm, not and, one of those 60s versions or maybe maybe mm. it did come maybe it came out way maybe it did come out in the 60s but it is it's a more it's not one of the 60s classics though it's a it's a, a newer one but i always liked it because it's basically the whole not the whole class but the main characters get to go to france like in a student exchange program and it, it's kind of interesting never seen that yeah I've it's good yeah bon voyage I've, charlie Brown. i've probably only seen that maybe once or twice so um, I watched the Thanksgiving one quite a bit too because we we got the oh yeah we when we bought it we got the the collection the Halloween Thanksgiving Christmas and then I just so happened I ran across a version of the Valentine one you know I picked that one up um but uh, the Thanksgiving one's good because the, the it's it's funny because it's almost like there's an A side and a B side on the DVD it's like mm. you got Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown and then right after that they have the magic nice. yeah. there's like a magic one. You know uh, that they do a magic show, which is funny because there's this kid heckling Snoopy in the front row the whole time, which just kind of reminded me of us um, uh, going to Bon Voyage. You suck, bro. Yeah, you right. And that's that's what amazed me when I watch Bon Voyage Charlie Brown now, Chris. Like when you when you get around to watching it, is like there is some adult stuff in that one that I'm actually surprised they got away with. Because like really Snoopy Snoopy goes on the trip with them as well as Woodstock and he flies first class with so the rest of them are back in economy, you know, and like he's he's you know he's getting like all the, the steak and all the fancy stuff up in first class. And then he goes to Wimbledon and plays and that Wimbledon scene's hilarious. And then but one of the things is that he drives he drives the car the entire trip because he's the only adult of the of the bunch, even though he's a dog. And uh <laughs> And uh, but the thing is, is, they get into an automobile accident coming out of the airport, and he's over oh. going like, "Wow, <laughs> you know, like oh, going, really? fuck you!" to like all the people. <laughs> and I'm like, as a kid, I would do that to people because mm -hmm. I, I saw Snoopy do it. But yeah. I'm like, I have no idea what this means. Yeah, like Snoopy awesome. on you, man. Yeah. Um, Will Fry here. Yeah, this is actually interesting. Um, 
he uh, he says, uh, so I listened to two different podcasts on the history of trick-or-treating and both said it's a it's the great pumpkin Charlie Brown helped make trick-or-treating a national thing. Oh. Before that, it wasn't done every everywhere, but was gaining popularity. So that's interesting. Um, I can see that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Will Fry, Will Fry, thanks for finding us because uh, there was a bit of a podcasting snafu confusion. Yeah, so like, yeah. yeah, it's probably it's probably like four or five people going, "What the heck?" Yeah, it's, it's that, just a big scam to lose John, the retired guy. So I think the uh, the uh, the cinematic piece that that makes me think of Halloween the most is probably uh, an old pick of mine um, from my verses, and that's E.T. Oh, yeah, of course. Hmm? Like the Halloween the Halloween yeah. scenes from E.T. just remind oh, me of oh, yeah. like Halloween as a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, with the shitty plastic masks yeah. and like the the uh you know the, the vinyl like pullover suits and mm-hmm. just, yeah just totally but yeah, that was that was awesome like back when we were a kid that yeah. was so cool so like so like last night um being able to go out with my you know out and trick-or-treat with the kids it's funny because my daughter's of the age now where she's like i'm out of here you oh. know so so she and her friends off went off and did their thing and then uh my my son who kind of started tagging along with some of the middle of the road aged kids mm-hmm. and so he's four right and he's four and he's this little dude he's the smallest guy in the entire group and he is just running around in his ninja costume you know like having so much fun but it just reminds you like as a kid like like how like massive of a holiday this is for kids especially like a four-year-old kid who's you know like what like life experiences at, at people's houses does he have like he's got like you know he knows like three houses right <laughs> you know he knows my house you know he knows my maybe my grandma or his grandmother's my mom's house and then he knows his my, my wife's parents house and then maybe one or two of our friends you know what i mean and uh it, it's like one of those things where it's like he's running around to all of these um what why is Crackpot Sports on here? He's, like, he's in there. So yeah. you think, you think okay. he's running around to all these houses. And it's just like this whole new world for him, right? He's like knocking on the door. He's like saying hello. And he was the cutest and most polite little trick-or-treater there ever could be. You know, saying, hey, you know, trick-or-treat, happy Halloween. Thank you very much to everybody. Except for one house. He, he, he comes starmer and he goes, their candy was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> like incomplete earshot of like the people right. who live there. I go, Jackson, that's not that's not how you how you should how you should uh talk about people. They're giving you free stuff. If you don't like it, he goes, Yeah, you're right. I should just say no thank you next time. I was like, <laughs> That's good. You're you're a cute kid, you know, yeah. you're lucky you're cute, but um yeah, so there you go. So if that, that was you know Halloween in a nutshell for me last night, and my daughter ended up showing up at the place we're hanging out with at the, by the end of the night, anyways. And um, so she's kind of off doing her thing with her friends, and I'm feeling old because she's starting to like not want to hang out with mom and dad and all that. Time. Yeah. She's she's finding that in independence yeah, though. She's yeah. got a boyfriend now, which is like right. Told, yeah, I mean, told. is she driving? Is she driving Fucked. herself to school as well? Just like my daughter. She's, no. Oh, Jesus Christ! Really? Drives, yeah, my, my daughter. My daughter drives. Oh my god! Yeah. Every day, nah, she, walks, she walks. She walks to school every day with her trombone. <laughs> oh wow! But your your daughter's Christian, like thirteen, right? Or my daughter's eleven. Eleven. Okay, I knew she was getting yeah. preteen somewhere in there. Yeah. yeah. Well, pretty much. I mean, she's yeah. there, uh, definitely <laughs> mentally. <laughs> 
um it was co- it was cold it was a cold trick-or-treating and crack really crackpot cold. sports is right halloween should always be on a friday or a saturday i mean like seriously like I, it's exhausting <laughs> agreed so, you know i mean it's fun it's it's a it's a fun time for sure but man yeah uh if it's on a friday or saturday it's off the hook and then you can get to sleep in the next day because uh all of these kids like either they're tired or they're wired on on all their extra candy. You know, oh, true. So it's, it's kind of hard for teachers the next day. So. I figured. I mean, I mean, most of the time, at least where I grew up, you know, like trick or treating was only like six thirty to like nine at the latest because very latest. Yeah, because very it's latest, you know, you, yeah. they're kids. They're not gonna yeah. be up that late. I think I think it was six to eight here was yeah. the was the or six to eight thirty. It's something like that. So, um, and. uh yeah, there's there's always a part in our town which gets really busy. It's like where the, you know, the house is kind of put on some really cool decorations, and you know, and you can kind of see them during the day or the night if you drive by. Yeah. But it just gets so thick and packed, like they almost have to shut the street oh, yeah. down. So we're just going on the side streets because I'm like, kids, look, it's it's not crowded. You just walk up to these houses, and they're they're just happy to give out candy. They're like, yeah. oh, they're, you know. So, I mean, um, I in the three Halloweens or two Halloweens that I've been here, you know, it's all old people. So like, I don't have any mm, trick or treaters, which is right. fine, but it is kind of sad though. I'm like, you would think that like the parents, you know, bringing their grandkids to visit would be like, Oh, Nick, you know, are you going to put anything out or, you know, at least have like two or three houses for some kids to walk around, but no, never, never get any. But I don't know. So um, I, I mean, I was, I don't know, like me, like, I never felt I ever got to go trick or treating as a kid because, oh, okay. I, where I grew up, you know, you grew I, up in the sticks. I grew up in the sticks. Yeah. And so basically, my trick or treating was I had to dress up and whatever mom got me for that year. Yep. And then I would drive to my first grandparents' house. Yep. And then they would see my costume and give me a little bit of candy. Mm-hmm. And then I would have to sit there for like half hour, an hour. And then and go I have to, to go, the other then, then, you know, drive 30 minutes to the other grandparent's house yep. and then sit there. And then by the time that was all done with, the night was done and then I'd come back. Oh, Nick, that sucks. Nick, that's how my childhood was up until my parents' divorce. This is what oh. you missed out on. Your parents get a divorce and one of them moves into the city. And then, then you're, you're, you're living. Um, so that's kind of what happened to me though. But I grew up in the, on, on a farm, yeah. you know, and yeah. so. It was. It was like drive down the road, first grandparents, drive down, see the aunt and uncle, and then drive up to see the other grandparents. And that was about it, you know. Um, but, uh, you know, when my mom moved into the city, the big city of Defiance, Ohio, uh, <laughs> there were at least like streets and neighborhoods. And and then I got to experience real trick or treating where, like I, I remember coming home that first time I just got to co- and I just I was like I'm going until till I can't feel my legs you know, right I remember coming home and just like covering the whole table with candy and it's a lot of a lot of fun so. Uh, Sherry in the chat says I keep my door open uh, a half hour after everyone else shuts down just to try to help out those dads. That had to oh, work late, nice. so trying to race around, giving their kids trick or treating experience. Yeah, do you see that that fucking douchebag on Fox News? Um, his the clip of this has been kind of passed around on social media. I forgot his maybe, name. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. You, you'll get an he, STD he was, from passing that around. Yeah, he was. Um, he's talking. He goes. 
He's like, what's the deal with all these dads leaving work early to go home and be with their kids on, on Halloween? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, and, but he was like talking about it like it was a terrible thing. He's like, if I was in my 20s and just getting in the business, my boss would never let me leave. Well, uh, what's this all about? Since when do dads go home early to go trick or treating? I'm like, wow, dads. dude. Yeah. Dads when they have it, when they have it, they when they have it work kids. isn't everything. Yeah. yeah. And like when they had a kid that's three or fucking real, man. Well, I mean, like, I, I know I've, I've kind of vocalized this a few times with my, I'm, I'm sure my dad regrets it. Um, but, you know, mm. he's not college educated and he worked on our farm, but he was gone from 5 a.m. to 7 p.m. every day. Yeah. Totally and sometimes, sometimes six days a week. And yeah. I think he definitely regrets that. Like, as I got older, oh my God, yeah. you know, because he missed out on a lot of stuff. And like, and I've never said that to him to his face. I'm like, you know, because if someone says like, oh, tell me about your dad growing up, I'd be like, I'd be like, I don't know what to tell you because there's some memories I have definitely, but I remember mom way more than I do my dad. Mm-hmm. Sure. And it's just, yeah. I mean, I mean, that's, that's a generational thing, right. Too. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, I think um, like my brother and I were the first college educated in our family, you know, um, and my dad was a, he's a sales guy and he, he worked, you know, 60 hours a week minimum. Right. So he would be gone until eight, nine o'clock almost every night. Um, but I, I, I got to give him credit, you know, God rest his soul. Of course, like he, he did his absolute best to be a part of the things that my brother and I wanted to do. Right. So like when, like my brother played Babe Ruth baseball, I don't know how it's a, you guys have Babe Ruth baseball, or it's a thing that's regional. Mm-hmm. Not sure, but no, we have Roger Clemens so, baseball. So he 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 was never able to like you know commit to being a coach for him because of that level of competition. But he was, but he he was in charge of the of the uh, the concession stand. You know what oh, I mean? Like mm-hmm. he would go off and do that type of stuff. And then when I was coming up in baseball, he was my coach, right? So my like my dad was my coach, and that was some of those best memories I have is when he was a part of that, right? Um, and. But to, to the same point as you have, Nick, like my, my, my dad worked a shit ton. Yeah. Right. And that's just how he was raised because he was his mm-hmm. his father passed away when he was like 15 years old. Oh, so he quickly went into being the breadwinner. Yeah. You know what I mean? like that was that, my grandfather. That was, my grandfather did yeah, that. You yeah. You know, so like it's that's kind of like what my dad grew up in. And, mm-hmm. and that's how he how he was. But yeah, to like but it, it sucks. Right, because he he didn't know any better. That's just what he knew to do. Right, and um, and I do think that there is a generational thing with like our generation, whether whether you've been to college or not. There is a general consensus of like, this job's not my life, and my yeah, wife, right, right, like my family sure. is more important to that. So I'm not going to miss out on that. You know, yeah. And you know, I I saw a really interesting video today, and it was it was kind of along the lines of that, and it was, you know, fuck your job, because. Mm if you died tomorrow, you'd be replaced the day after. Right. Right. Yeah. Like, and at the end of the day, you can't look at your job as your life unless you're running your own business. Right. That's a different mm-hmm. course of a different color. Right. But like, like, but this, I think but, our but, generation gets that even, more even, than any other previous. Does. Yeah. And, and even with that, like, like Chris, like when I was, when I was running the business, I mean, it was just like, I mean, I'd, I'd make those barriers as, as best as I could, you know, yeah. keep those things separate, but, but it isn't, it is a nonstop thing. Like it's hard to yeah. turn off the phone. It's hard to turn off those, those things. You can't, but, uh, yeah, you you know. can't do it unless you're big enough to let someone else do it for you. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, exactly. But yeah, if you're starting out or even just trying to like right. make something like it's, it's all you. So, so some, uh, go ahead, Nick. Okay. Yeah. Uh, sort of related, uh, 
it's something I did not realize I did. I knew I did it, but when my dad mentioned it, but it was nothing until I got in my twenties, my dad brought it up. But uh, just speaking of baseball, it made me think of it, Chris. And my dad showed up to as many games as he could when I played, you know, minor league, yeah. little league, everything. And I never thought about it till he mentioned it. But he's like, why? And because it made him insecure, uh, and he, that's why mm-hmm. he always remembered it. He was like, why every time when, when you came to bat would you look for me in the stands? And then after every pitch, you would look at me. You know, and I and I didn't. And at the time, I didn't really have an answer. You know, and mm-hmm. then as I got older, I went, "Oh, I know now why I did that." You know, and it's because like every child's biggest fear is letting their parents down. Sure. And I I think because I so rarely saw him when he showed up at the stands, mm-hmm. every strike I took, it was meaningful. It was me. Yeah, it was meaningful that yeah. he was there, but it was also like I was scared. I think too is like if I fuck this up, like. He's not gonna yeah, be there. Like, you, know? you guys are you guys are not, triggering not some serious like uh, some memories. Yeah, just, just, yeah, just, yeah. Just, yeah. Uh, My my time in, in little league was during my parents' divorce, and mm. so mm. it was actually having the parents show up was one of the hardest things because yeah. both of them would be there, and then sometimes my grandparents on my dad's side would be there sometimes. And the drama that ensues. Yeah. That. Oh, yeah. For fuck's sake! Like the the, yeah, the national, the, like our final championship game. Oh man, it was just that was just it was imagine. tense, you know. And you want to do your best because they're all there, and you have this whole like, right. you know, heartache going on. I get up to bat, right? And I haven't batted in in a game. Like at practice, I was fine. But in a game, I get up to bat finally hit the ball but i i don't know if i told you this but i before the story but i hit the ball off of my middle finger on my right Ooh. hand and so it was basically like a bunt in that way with a broken finger right. with, with, yeah. and so i just immediately kneel over i think the first base coach didn't i think he thought i didn't know what to do they're just like run matt run you know and i'm just like i can't yeah so it was. Uh, I think the coach let me in one extra inning in that that game. I think to just kind of be like, you know, at a boy like you, you know, like I think he kind of knew, you know. But. Yeah, I. But but it's so interesting, man. Like in like you know, Nick, you know, you know, having having kids of my own and mm-hmm. and kind of coming from what we all three of us really kind of kind of grew up with, really. Um, it's interesting the perspective that I now have of like what what do I fucking care about? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and it's it's so crazy because even like a four year old, my son, um, he's so insightful. Like it's mm-hmm. it's it's fucking wild, right? Like I've 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 you know I've brought my son to my dad's gravesite before and mm. I, I probably had mentioned you know in passing that but not getting into details with them about it yeah and it sounds so completely morbid but it's adorable coming from a four-year-old kid where he'll reference my dad oh right yeah like yeah. he'll talk like about my dad and That's he'll be sweet. like oh yeah grandpa 
he lives on he he lives underground oh, shit. <laughs> so it's yeah. like um like on the surface like what the fuck but like yeah. it's actually it's super adorable because that, that that's what he knows you know so yeah he, he went to the cemetery and like you know he but, was and he's, he's putting into context with what he knows yeah, about life totally and, is right and he's right. putting things into context and he's like he's getting it like he's he's now understanding a little bit more about like grandma who grandma is and who grandma mm -hmm. is to me um and how that relationship is between me and my mom and then like he knows nana which is my wife's mom and my and and, and peeps peeps is my, my my wife's my wife's dad to him and it's interesting to see like because we see her parents way more than we see my mom because we live in mm -hmm. different parts of the state um but he's he's slowly understanding the relate what that relationship is mm -hmm. um but it's just really cute. But it it, yeah. just, it also it also makes me really uh, kind of like take a step back and and more so in the last few years since like especially since my dad passed. Yeah. Like, um, I fucking don't care about a lot of things now. Like because it's, <laughs> it's it doesn't it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. there are there are so many things in life that are just so fucking stupid. <laughs> like and it, they have no bearing whatsoever on like the fulfillment of your life and figuring out what's important in 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 going back to that comment about that fox news host i couldn't fucking believe that like, I, I was hearing and like even his hosts and the co-hosts were like what the fuck are you talking about you're you're talking like this is a bad thing i think right? most of those i think <laughs> like, most of those co-hosts are just trying to out what the fuck each other yeah yeah like, i oh, think yeah it's just some they, bullshit oh, to why? say. Yeah. yeah. Well, because then it gets passed around. It's like, oh, I got. Yeah. They want know. shock value. They mm -hmm. want clicks. You know yep. that thing. It's, it's, it doesn't. It doesn't matter if it's God. if it's fact or fiction. You know, just it gets it gets news. Like I got I, I got to think about that earlier today, and I was like, man, I, I'm so grateful to have to like that I can watch this video and be like, what? <laughs> and I'm so grateful I'm not someone who there's, there's probably millions of dads out there being like, right. Yeah, man. Like you're, yeah. Like what the yeah. fuck? Fuck it, like, man. I don't need to and, and care about my kid. I feel bad for their kids. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I do. Wait, it's um, like going going back to it, like you see, like going and we kind of wrap up the holiday, the Halloween thing. Like my son had so much fucking fun last night. Like he had so much fun, and I was just grateful that I could be there. Core memories, right? Right. Yeah. For sure, yeah. I just piggyback on that one comment that you said about like your your son kind of understanding, you know, what's happened to your your dad my yeah. daughter you know and like explaining my mom to her like growing up um she was probably like three or four and she says to me like oh i saw grandma d and your dog shadow oh. i never told my yeah. dog my, my daughter that i had a dog named shadow yeah. like i had never i had never told her that and she knew the name and i was just like what and then it's just like, and you know what four-year-olds and three-year-old mind is like, right? It's like yeah. on a dime, they're just like, I want more toast. <laughs> just like, yeah. right. I'm reaching the ethereal plane through you. Help me out. Right. And, and yeah. you know, and they're just like, uh, can I have more juice? And you're just like, okay, yeah. and now we're never going to get that back. And there's, uh, tons of, there's tons. I mean, I'm fascinated with that kind of stuff. There's tons of cases like that. There's some age from like birth to like four or five mm -hmm. where there's so many, like there's one, I think she's from India or Southern Europe where basically as soon as she could talk, she was like, uh, it had an adult conversation for like five minutes with their parents of like, Oh, my name is Ethel. And I live mm -hmm. in, uh, like 
leads England like, and like married, past life yeah. there's a past, past life. life yes like mm-hmm. being like channel, channeled through her yeah, yeah. and like and then, and then once it was gone it was gone but it was mm-hmm. like i'm from this place and i'm married to this person and that per and her husband was still alive and it was like holy shit like and then it was there, there's a story there's something related i want to say it's related to ravi shankar in mm. some way and his childhood um and I could be completely wrong on, on the Ravi Shankar, but I remember listening to some some podcasts about past life or like, you know, uh, reincarnation where they were able to identify the killer of someone that had died. Yeah. That's crazy. And it the core and it was in India, so it was like accepted as like being like, Oh yeah, like we accept this as being like you are the reincarnated because he was able to identify certain facts that as a child, like how he would he have known and they were you know, cities apart and, you know, so, um, my, my daughter, I remember being in traffic one time, like just, you know, like just imagine the worst commuter traffic, four o'clock rush hour fucking bullshit. And where I'm just turning on to the, to the, to get onto the highway. And she says to me, um, daddy, what happens when we die? <laughs> All right. Right. <laughs> like your mind is like, I just need to navigate this so that we don't die. <laughs> yeah. And yet you're asking me about like some huge concept that, you yeah. know, so, and then. Oh, dude, I, I remember, I remember vividly, you know, the, the time in, in my childhood when death became like part of the conversation of things mm-hmm. that I understood. Mm-hmm. And I remember being, absolutely mortified terrified about death right and it was all about like and i i equated it to to um losing my parents right because Mm. i saw my dad lose his mom right i saw Mm -hmm. my you know i saw what that did and i'll never forget like that like it kind of like took a toll on me right more more of like more than like my grandmother passing it was, mm-hmm. it was more of like seeing my dad lose his parent. Yeah. Right. So that, that freaked me out because it put those thoughts of losing my parents in my brain um, as a, you know, four or five, six year old kid, um, which, you know, come to fruition. Yeah. It totally sucks. Like when it does happen, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so I was right. Gamut, but it's just off by the time frame. Um, but uh yeah, it's just crazy. So it's 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 odd to think that that's like kind of where my son is at right now, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's just kind of like developing in that way. And my daughter is like, yeah, my daughter understands and accepts it, like that type of thing, which is like it's just just wild to me. You know, it's you know, it's weird. Yeah, I you know I, I think I've told you I had anxiety basically my whole life, and I think that was where it kind of started with me is a very young age, like seeing the Challenger explode. Watching Optimus yeah. Prime die, uh, <laughs> right? Uh, watching a tray, like, like yeah. Like, I was like watching a tray use. Yeah, like a tray you like everything <laughs> happens. Our text gets sucked into the, yes. the swamp of whatever. But I think it, just uh, all the the death, you know, that happened mm-hmm. when we were kids. Yeah. Like I think when I finally could rationalize that, like, oh, that's it. Like that's the end mm-hmm. of the the thing. And I remember, especially when. The, the first Iraq war was amping up, mm-hmm. you know, not understanding really what war is at that age. 
But I remember freaking out, like, oh my God, like we're gonna start, they're gonna bomb the US and all this. And my dad was just like had to like grab well, me and was like, if you remember no, though, we're gonna be fine, you, you know. If you remember, like there were some there is some pretty big, big, like heavy, like type of stuff happening right around that time, too. So we kind of like as kids were coming out of the Cold War ish right. um stuff, right? Which we were, I mean, I think I remember we, we were even still in in you know kindergarten, first grade, probably taught like air raid stuff right yeah. if we if we go mm-hmm. back in time and then you think about like you know the early 90s you know so what was going on in the early 90s of course you had like you know you had uh you know the the iraq stuff with uh with saddam hussein you know, the whole nine and then there was the biological the chemicals that the chemical been, warfare yeah and then there was the movie then there was the fucking movie terminator 2 yeah. That oh, yeah. was probably one of the first ever times in the big screen you had to got to see from like a visual, a, oh yeah, nuclear, yeah, yeah, of a yeah. nuclear explosion going off yeah, with the robots, and seeing yeah. Sarah mm-hmm. Connor holding on to that fucking chain link fence and being blown apart, mm-hmm. like uh, that fucked me as a kid. That yeah. completely <laughs> fucked me as a kid, and I would have nightmares about that. I think that was that's what was going to happen, right? I even remember um, Waco very well as well. Oh, oh my yeah, god, yeah. Waco, yeah. Or, and then, and then you think of all the the succession of shit events that happened after that. And what I mean by shit events, just like terrible things that happened that we had press coverage for. Do you think about Waco was probably the big one, one of the big ones? The first Oklahoma ones. City bombing, Oklahoma yeah. bombing, dude. I will mm. never forget being glued to the television during the Oklahoma mm. City bombing. Yeah, like that was a big one for us, right? And then after that, we were when we were in college, it was probably Columbine, right? Columbine. So like, Plus, you yeah. think about all these crazy yeah. shit, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah um yeah yeah man we we wow. went to a dark place there pretty quickly there <laughs> yeah. we've we kind of yeah. ebb and flowed from the happy to like <laughs> and, then, and then we went to not, i mean think about what that yeah, was, like, was right to fucking 9 11 right 9/11. so it's like mm-hmm. we've seen some shit we've seen some shit <laughs> and that's what cracks me up when I've, I've seen the memes lately on facebook which i know you guys are on facebook where it's like you know Feel sorry for the uh, the Gen Zs or whatever they've experienced all of this before they were 30 and i'm like fuck you Fuck you! Yeah. I was like, you know, I was like, I was like, my entire adulthood. Well, I mean, yeah, I like, like each, it's just been... each each generation is is you know traumatized or formed by by the political events of their. I know, their life, but they're you know? they're they're so... taking credit though for shit that happened when we were like, you know, sure. Like, oh, they, they sure. experienced nine eleven. It's like, no, they didn't. They were like two. Shut up, right? <laughs> you know? right. Well, it's I mean, it's interesting. Like with with my kids, like like nine eleven is like Vietnam to uh, to us. You know, it's right. just like Dude, it's in right. the past. Yeah. It's like. The trauma of Vietnam, though, casts its shadow on the era that we grew up in, right? Oh, yeah. Just yeah, as I, I 9-11 say, casts mm-hmm. its shadow on everything we've made. Since, yeah. Absolutely. I would say, I, I would say, it, maybe not necessarily Vietnam, but I think before 9-11. Like MASH, you know? Like, well, before, like, before 9-11, I would always hear my parents, my uncles and aunts and people of my parents' generation would say, I'll always remember where I was when I found out that oh, JFK yeah. was his right, yeah, exactly. right. So that that nine eleven became our yeah JFK. I yeah. mean, that's a singular I mean, moment. But I just think about how Vietnam, Watergate, and like kind of like what happened there at the end of the seventies, like right. really, really impacted culturally everything from Rambo to Mash to like these these other things that kind of were were kind of in the background. But as kids, we were just kind of like, huh, that's interesting. But yeah. we have that with our TV shows, like, like my kids watching Battlestar Galactica. Let's say if I if I put my son in front of watching that, 
I don't think he would understand like some of the cultural references that this refers to of the post 9-11 world that we were kind of yeah. like, you know. Right. Um, it, it's interesting, like kind of what you're saying, like uh, for every action, there's a reaction. And, you know, mm-hmm. to me, Kennedy, as well as Vietnam, they, you know, they're linked. And uh, and you look at how everything before 63 was a very pro-American, pro-patriotic, pro sure innocence in a way of like you know the good guys always won and then you look after that and it becomes more pessimistic and and then when you get roughly right there to where like chris was talking about like with when you get to the first iraq war and you get to that's where you kind of have a little bit of a let up and like it's no longer that negativity and then i think or even rodney uh uh king uh you yeah know, like that kind of changed oh my god yeah the, the way mm. you know and like there was yeah. like a day. I mean, that's I think it's one of the reasons why the '90s tend to be a little bit more positive than things because like the Vietnam had been a, a good enough time, and then it, well, we kind of like we're looking at trying to be positive about everything. And well, then 9/11, the, you know, did but it. we had the. But I'd say the positivity like also comes from the internet. Yeah, you know, too. like yeah, like like the birth of the internet and and seeing that erupt with like personal computers and the, inf- the like the birth of the information age, mm-hmm. like seeing that happen, it really did feel like there's potential there is like we are moving in the right direction to right. 2000 we're doing stuff guys like we're going places you right. know and then it's just like a you know but yeah I mean, there was shit still going on you know and there being but there was a little slight i think re- renaissance of hope i would say right but then like i mean i'm just trying to like find little things here but like you look at mm-hmm. like you know the military for example like no one trusted no one wanted to be in the military after vietnam for a longest time and then after 9-11, you know, we became kind of a patriotic society again for a short amount of time where it's like, you know, like we're all Americans, yeah. we're all one people. And then now you look at things going on, like even with the current shit show we're in and the globally with Ukraine and, and Israel and everything else, it's like I would never want my kid to be in the military right now, especially like when you look at our generation of how they treated all of us in Iraq and Afghanistan. It's like, what for? Like, what what did they go for? Uh, not to get too political, but it was just, it, it's just sad in a way. It like has no saying like mm-hmm. how trends kind of change on a dime. Uh, yeah. Or they, they seem like well, they we were, we were fighting communism. Right. I mean, like where, where, look where that is, you know, it's like all those men that had died in the name of like fighting communism. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. when, when, with tragedy comes unity, you know, right. So mm-hmm. that's typically kind of like that, that, that formula. And I mean, I remember when the Iraq war, uh, Operation uh, Desert Storm, right mm-hmm. with Norman Schwarzkopf. Like shit, dude. They 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 essentially Storm advertised. They advertised, and they kind of came up with this campaign. I don't know if you guys, I, I look about it, back at it now mm-hmm. as like someone who knows what the fuck I'm thinking about right now, versus be me as a kid not knowing what the hell is going on. Like they freaking like they marketed our missiles. Oh right, us, yeah. right. Like it was like the Patriot yeah. missiles versus the scud, scuds. Like yeah. I, I had, what? I had uh, like for some reason I don't know how or when, but I have like Gulf War trading cards. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. I have T-shirts. Yeah, okay. like I had the okay. Patriot missile T-shirt as a kid. They had coloring like, books, man. They, it was like. Like Weird the Department of Defense had like a, I I'm now I'm curious that I'm thinking about more and more about it. They must have had a significant budget mm-hmm. to try and like glamorize or glam up what was going on, right? Because it was Patriot missiles were going to overtake every Scud missile there is, like, and that was like our our claim to fame, 
Like, you know, it was, it was just wild to me. Yeah, and you look at the films at the time, starting with Top Gun, which was like a major yeah. PR. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because uh, yeah, that, that came out the same year as Platoon. And yeah. Platoon was, was almost... Right. Was, yeah. was almost got shut down, right? Because the 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 uh, Department of Defense put so much money into Top Gun, right? They advertised the fuck out of it, and they actually funded a significant portion of that movie. And then they tried to to get Platoon off of the uh, big screen, right? And then you look at you know like things like uh, Under Siege, you know, with uh, uh, whatever his name is, Steven Seagal. <laughs> Steven Seagal, yeah, same thing. Like it was all about you know. The you know the USS Missouri and then like all the missiles and oh, all yeah. the you know, it was all that stuff. It was just in you know, the movies crap. I mean, but it was such a hit. You know, like when you, but you watch it now, and you're like, how is this movie a hit? It's so shit bad. movie. It's so yeah. Bad. And and Matt Tree says you know two letters and a name, GI Joe, right. right? Like that was war propaganda at its finest, right? Um, but yeah, these TV shows need to be educational. So at the end, right. you need to have something educational. It can't just be selling a toy. You know, what we should also educate people on. A commercial break. Okay. All right. Uh, this is a heavy fucking episode. What the hell? We can, we, can, we can change it up if we want. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. Like, like Jeremy man. in the chat is like laying down some stuff here. I, I, yeah, Jeremy said, mentioned uh, some uh, attacks uh, happening in Canada. Yeah. Oh, really? It is very it's geographically focused. Everything. Or just timely. He also says, I'm Skyping with a friend whose family is threatened right now. And it makes me overthink everything. Well, I'm sure. So, My God, yeah. I'm sorry. What's going yeah. on in Canada? That's 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 horrible. Um, apparently I'm it's not, not familiar with what's happening over there. Yeah, Girl, apparently yeah. it's not in our TikTok fa- feed. And, and by right. our TikTok feed, I mean Chris, oh and, Chris and our cycles are linked. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> They really are. Like, so I, I have got, I've got that with a couple of friends at work too, where I'm like, and I'm about to show them something like, yep, I saw that like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> I know. And that was, that was on my feed. <laughs> we talked about like some of the Halloween masks earlier and, and the Halloween outfits. And I was like, uh, did he fucking see some of those stuff that I, I've seen? Yeah. There's, there's, there's one eighties one that like starts off with a kid who says like, um, I'm, I'm going to be a hobo for Chris or I'm going to be a bum <laughs> for Halloween. Yeah. And I was like, I, I, I was a bum for Halloween one I year was for sure. Too. I had I had a mask of this guy that had a cigar hanging out of his mouth. I was like, right. Right. Had a shit hat and like a tattered suit. Yeah, but but we all wanted the plastic mask for some reason. I just coveted wanting that like weird plastic mask. Then Stuff. finally getting it, the and it smelled like. It smelled horrible. It's gasoline, yeah. It just, <laughs> yeah. it just sweat pouring down your face as you have this stupid plastic mask. But that's all I wanted. Is that? No, my mom would always get me the cheap, uh, the PJ costumes. You know, so I'd be oh, Batman yeah. one year, Superman the next year, or oh, whatever. My mom, and then my those mom would be my PJs man. for the rest of the year. So it's like, yeah, it turns a win-win. My mom would sew me. Uh, uh, I'll, ne- I'll never forget the year uh, I was a kid. I was I wanted to be Freddy Krueger. I think every kid was Freddy Krueger mm-hmm. at least once in their, in their that, childhood, right? That seems um, to check out. I Especially wearing the wanted, glove, right? Everyone like, wants the glove. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, re- I remember. I remember wanting to have a kick-ass costume, right? Because like from a makeup perspective, he was fucking terrifying, right? Yeah. They, so like mm-hmm. they came out with like, these really nice like rubber masks that were like they looked like yep. Robert. Uh, what's his name? Eklund or Fre- Freddy? Oh, um, um, you're talking about the actor, yeah, the character, yeah. Freddy Krueger, mm-hmm. whoever I forgot his name. Um, but if I recall, they were expensive, right? So they're probably you know the, the most expensive mask you could get that year. 
Um, and of course, the glove. If you want to get like a like a true to the screen glove, you're gonna pay oh, a ton you were, of money for that. Yeah. So you, you I remember going to those, those Halloween stores and getting. Yeah. So I got I got the cut rate version, <laughs> which was with the glove. It was literally like a brown nylon. Robert England, thank you. Uh, a brown like nylon like glove with like these <laughs> with like these long like shiny uh, like plastic yeah knives that like <laughs> yeah. you had to like have your be on top of your finger so they would stand up straight they just looked like it looked like shit and it <laughs> and i and, and end up getting like and my mom was trying to help me out that year she wasn't gonna buy me that mask she brought me like mm-hmm. a a clear like um like a clear mask right okay wow. and it was like it was like molded for like a face it yeah. was clear but then she then would like she put like makeup on the inside of it oh, to cool. make it look like it was it, it was just like the worst <laughs> costume, man. But like, and I'll never forget that's a core memory that I'm never gonna shake. Right? No, it was no. like the shittiest costume ever. Um, all because my parents didn't want to shell out the probably like 30, 40 bucks for the the real deal. But um, and looking back, I I, I don't blame them. Right? Exactly. <laughs> well, he'll wear it one time. And then he'll, Exactly. It's always the logic. Yeah. Oh, I'm trying to think any like anything I'm watching. The only thing I think I've been watching is uh the show you recommended, Chris. Uh Invasion. Invasion. Okay, yeah. cool. Where how far along are you with Invasion? I think I'm I just finished the episode where they were in the house and she killed the alien. Uh in the Okay. Car. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So you're still in season one. I'm still in season one, yeah. Okay. Uh, towards cool. the end of season one, but it's one of those shows that like it's not manifest, but like it's the same intrigue that keeps me wanting to watch it. But yeah, I'm not same. invested in any of the storylines. I am know? a thousand percent with you on that. Like I was actually watching it today. And I was watching an episode, and I I sat there. I'm like, you know what? I could fucking. I'd rather go look at TikTok right now. <laughs> yeah. It's like, so I stopped watching like in the middle of the episode. Like, fuck it. I'm going back to TikTok. They're far more entertaining, by the way. I mean, um, I think the only one I halfway like is the Japanese uh, JASA storyline, just because I want to yeah. see her investigate it more. But that's about it. Like, I don't care. Oh, man, that sucks. Okay. No, but, you like, will. you know, like, you I don't, I don't in, care in about the. In a different way, you will. Okay. But, you know, I don't care really about the Marine or the Army guy. I don't really care about the family, you know. Yeah. It's kind of like, eh, you know. Well, the second season, um, without giving anything away, uh, focuses heavily on uh, Mitski and her what she does. That is um, to move the story forward. The family um, and the British kids. Oh yeah, I forgot about the British. I really don't care yeah. about the British kids. <laughs> yeah, you will. You will. It gets okay. it gets interesting. Um, but so far, it's one of those shows where like, yeah, it's good. It's it's definitely a good show, but I'm like, I'm not I'm not in love with it. And I'm I'm definitely right. like, meh, I'll watch it if I can. Yeah, that's saying I'm gonna stick with it just because I'm intrigued by it, but it's not Apple's best, you know. Right. Agreed. Yeah. Um, Chris, when you were talking about a clear mask. That your mom put makeup on. I just kept thinking about, um, about this. Yeah, it was exactly. that. That's what it was. But it was, it was different though. There was that, but that style. Okay. Um, of like, of like that molded mask. It right, was right. But it was, now it was, it was, all it was definitely, but it was like an old man version. So it was wrinkly, right? So oh, I think okay. her intent was was to like have it be have the wrinkles that she could try and make it look like Freddy okay. Krueger. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking, was I was thinking of. Sweet. 
like Matt, look it up if you can. Um, oh, John sure. John Cale's first record, uh, Vintage Violence, I think is what's called, 1970, and he's wearing a clear mask uh, on the cover of that record. Um, okay. Let me let me pull that. Up. Oh, who, I see it. I see. For it. anyone who doesn't know who John Cale is, he was one of the founding members of the Velvet Underground, and um, him and of course uh, Lee Reed always had conflicts, which is why he left the Velvet Underground. Um, but this first record he put out is actually pretty good. The, the single off of it's called uh, Big White Cloud, which is a very interesting song. If you've never listened to it, give it a shot. Hmm. Um, it sound, sounds like a euphemism for cocaine. Could be. <laughs> <laughs> Big White Cloud. Here's the, the uh, album cover of, of that. Yeah. So that's what I, when, when Chris Similar. immediately said clear plastic mask, that's what I thought. Yeah. Whoops, sorry, I didn't mean to close out of it so quickly it's there. Sorry, right. I mean, so I, I was closing out my windows there, and it just was like, boop. So, so I'll um, show you. It was similar to this. Let me. I'll share my screen real quick. <laughs> um, I gotta find it. I got a needle nope, and an apple. Safari. <laughs> yeah. <Not> safari. <laughs> yeah. I'm just yeah. cribbing off of what Jeremy says here in the chat. Oh, did so. he say? Okay. I've got, got a needle, needle and an apple. apple. Yeah. Can we. Uh, I, I wanted to watch oh, the, the Beatles documentary. Mm. I meant, yeah, like uh, I, I listened to uh, just Jeremy's asking about the new Now and Then, Beatles. I think. A mm. uh, new song comes out on yeah. November 4th. Uh, there is on YouTube like a good 10 minute little mini documentary uh, that Paul there's is a, mostly talking in. Uh, there's, about... there's one on Disney Plus. Is there? Um, okay, I didn't see that yeah. one. Okay. And then uh, it was somewhere else I saw it too. So it's it's out there. I mean, I it, um, from what little bit I've heard of the track, uh, yeah. I wish they would go back and do the same thing for Free as a Bird, and especially for Real Love, because I've always thought the audio for Real Love sucked ass. Mm -hmm. I but, liked uh, the I liked the uh, the demo version that Lennon did of Real yeah, Love better than, yeah, than what they did. Yeah, um, Free of Free as a Bird, I don't have any problems with. I I think it's 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 fun for what it is, but any post Beatles stuff, it just feels like it's in a bottle. Like it doesn't feel like yeah. it's. It doesn't feel um, open enough that. Yeah. I agree. I've never yeah. felt those were Beatles. I've never thought of those Beatles songs ever. Yeah. Like I, I enjoy them. I like them, but I've never thought, oh, this is the Beatles. Right. I'm looking forward to it. I was I was going to watch one of the documentaries with my what kids um, <laughs> uh, tonight. So no. So share, sharing screen's not working, but so to give okay. you an idea, that that was the oh, title. Wow. wow. That's that's that's, that's very scary. slight. That's actually Even kind of similar to what it was. That okay. might be even more terrifying. That's so. that's scarier to me than Freddie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Oh. Anyway, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm I looking. For, I'm looking forward to yeah. the track. I, I guess especially because it's the last George slide I'll ever hear. You know. Right. Uh. So I'm looking forward. Did to you ever? Did you ever that. hear that song that they, uh, John, Paul, George, Ringo, that they had done? Um, it was also kind of in that same same vein as a as a post Beatles kind of song. Um it's um it's I think it's called Four. Um and uh it looks looks like this. So I don't know if my camera can pick, pick it's very that queen. Up. I see the I see the uh, yeah it does look like a queen cover. Yeah I can't I can't quite uh my batteries die in here but uh anyway um I think it's uh walk with you um is pretty good so um anyway worth worth a listen to it's like a four song ep um that and they what, had released uh who, when did they who release released this 
John Paul George and, and Ringo. It's it just exists as a Beatles thing. It came out in 2014. So and it's um, called four. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it's it's four colon John Paul George Ringo. It's an EP. Um, it's by the Beatles. It has love, call me back again, let it down. Oh, and, okay. And and walk with you. And walk with you is is a is a nice kind of but it, it I I I can't remember the details of of this. Matt Treese probably knows more about this and he's in the chat. So um but there you go. Um worth worth a, a listen to as well. Um but yes, everything kind of post Beatles that's been done, it always feels feels very Insulary? Insulary? That's a big word. Insulin? Is that something you know about? Insulin? Yeah. I actually Um, did get a new... uh, I mean, Matt, you probably wouldn't care. Chris might because he used to sell the stuff. But uh, I actually got a new update on sensors and meters and all that. And now it's all connected. So like my sensor, it does me my glucose connects to my pod now and so like i don't have to do shit anymore it's just like that's it all, awesome it all just syncs up and like keeps me at a i was like this is awesome that's awesome yeah, yeah man closer and closer to the continuous loop yeah uh yeah but no, i'm looking forward to listening to the song you know uh this is just sad you know it was it, it, it was it you guys i was talking to not too long about is it, it it's finally starting to seep into my brain that we're middle-aged <laughs> fuck oh. every day man and like every fucking day and mm. it because like when my parents or when people that i knew growing up that were my my friend's parents or people that were colleagues when i get news from my parents that they passed away i'm like how can that be he's not the, oh fuck he is like you know like like i'm thinking yeah. they're not old but i'm like, You're like yeah they are. oh you know like matthew perry's only seven years older than me you know like, oh shit fuck. like that yeah. shit like I mean, that kind of hits that's you. a freak like, yeah, thing, yeah. He, that's he a was... freak thing that's a freak thing but still it's still, kind of like yeah. i mean you well, know, i think yeah. about my i think about my mom's age all the time she was 49 i'm 47 well, so it's it's a constant like, like well, you know, I, I mean we've mentioned this before but i also think like when we were kids mm-hmm. a 43 to 49 year old person was ancient Oh yeah. yeah, it kind of seems both, like that. Both, mm-hmm. both like to like us, like you know, our, our perception of them. But yeah. fuck, man, looking at a picture <laughs> of a forty-three-year-old dude from nineteen eighty-five. Yeah. Compared to oh, yeah, someone yeah. today, have you seen Cheers? It, Co- oh, yeah. Coach was like four in his forties. Yeah. <laughs> no, All of them look, well, he's like, <laughs> yeah, but like it's, it, this is it's like when dude, he's Archie one, fucking when, Bunker. Yeah. 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 Archie Bunker. Mm-hmm. Was my look, age right? Look, look at even watch Father of the Bride, I the think, first one with with uh, 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 Steve Martin and uh, Diane Keaton. Mm-hmm, They're yeah. forty five years old in that movie, Fuck. right? And it's like, why do you guys look like you're sixty already? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they I mean, dress I'm them not... up to be the parents, but still, it's like you're not that old. <laughs> is it? I don't know what it is though, man. Like, I mean, is it just like? Skincare? <laughs> um, is it like just general awareness of? I like, think it's because we're packed full water. of preservatives. I mean, it could be, man. Like All of people, those. people look like shit back then. It's the red dye that. number four, it's man. Stress, man. It's, it's the red dye, man. Yeah, it's the red dye number four. You've heard about this, right? The, the red dye number four and 
like not being allowed in California. And so like certain like yeah. food, like no, there's said, a whole, I, yeah, there's yeah. a whole, yeah. And then I said, they were trying, they're trying to get rid of, uh, uh, flaming hot Cheetos right now for the same reason because mm, really? the red in California. Yeah. Because, oh. because the, the red dye and the flaming hot red Cheetos also is they're saying it's bad for you. Well, get the I mean, fuck out of here, Matt. Dude, it probably is <laughs> like, there's nothing healthy about it. Um, Oh God. Uh, I'm sorry, Matt Treese, you're just mentioning Joe Don Baker and one of my favorite MST3K movies, Mitchell. So uh, shout out to to Joe Don Baker. Uh, yeah, that that is weird, Treese, um, to be because I think about that movie, too. And and so, yeah. Wow. Anyway, we're we're getting old. I like well, to yeah, say that I'm entering man, into the tough. to the later part of my middle 40s. I'm in my prime. <laughs> Well, dude, like I had, I, a I had a number. conversation. Yeah. I had a conversation uh, just the other day with a couple of employees. We're talking about um, physical media. Mm. Is a foreign concept to ninety percent of my workforce. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like no idea, no concept whatsoever. Like they think of a, they think of a CD as like ancient hieroglyphics. Oh, I could see that though. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, because I mean, so they what basically. Was the, what was the first CD you purchased? Ooh, Do you remember? It? Oh one. yeah, my, personally, with my own money, mm. was yeah. Injustice for All by Metallica. Hell yes! Uh, nice. Back back Wait, in the you, old long box, you know. Right. Well, you bought it in '88. In '88, yeah, when it came out. Whoa. Okay, so you had a CD player early on. So, so yeah, my my dad and my dad would buy CDs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, it's they, funny that both of our dads had CD players in the in the late '80s because he got a Kenwood system. The whole yeah. Actually, so we 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 I didn't think, get a shit. When when was when did um, Forrest Gump come out? Ninety-five. Okay, 94. so that we 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 got a CD player when Forrest Gump came out because the first CDs that we purchased was the two CD soundtrack that was the first like you know cd or the the house purchased you know for our family um the first cd i personally purchased was pearl jam 10 yes I'll never, I'll, never, I'll never forget like when you opened up that case mm-hmm. and you took out the lyric sheet it was a huge poster of them all going up and put their hands up yep. together. Yeah, yeah, yeah um that was awesome that's, love it that's an that's an early one for me i i had pearl jam 10 but before that i went out and bought john lennon shaved fish Nick, oh. you? No, we already said what my CD was. Which which was it? Metallica's just Metallica. oh, dude, yeah, that's right. That's right. REM um, automatic for the people. Um, that was ninety four as well. That was also ninety four. I think I think I bought that not around, not close, or I'm not sorry, not far away from when I bought Pearl Jam. It's, at it's, the time, CDs yeah. like eight, I had never mind on cassette, but I had yeah. Pearl Jam t- ten on on CD, um, and yeah. So uh, every summer. Uh, Guns and Roses use your illusion too. That's a good one. But uh, yes, my my, my, uh, my my we always take a, a, a there would always be a convention somewhere in the country, and so we'd always drive to wherever that was. And and uh, one year it was somewhere in California in '87, and that was my first exposure to a CD player because Dad had just gotten the one of the first ones that was for the car, and it had this Ooh. huge balance plate on it, mm-hmm. and it was just ridiculous, like to keep it from skipping. Yeah, and I remember. We bought uh, Michael Jackson's Bad, okay, and there was one other CD 
we got. Because I remember that was one of those, it was like the biggest treat for us because we went to the music store and my sister and I were not allowed to buy a CD. <laughs> we could buy a tape though. And right. I bought uh, Back to the Future soundtrack. Oh, that's and, a good one. And my sister, I can't remember what she bought, but like it was a big deal. Like, oh my God, would you buy mm-hmm. a cassette? But I remember like dad putting on like this new technology of a CD. And so mm-hmm. when I bought uh, Just for All, it was to play it on that in the car uh, like a year later. That's awesome. My dad, when he bought the Ken Kenwood sound system, there were a couple CDs like very early on. Uh, and uh, Phil Collins. <laughs> uh the genesis. i think uh i think genesis phil collins straight jacket is it is that the name of the album yeah mm-hmm. straight jacket required is that what it is no, what yeah no straight jackets required no straight jacket required so um sorry i'm a little fuzzy <laughs> oh. but i remember those phil collins albums and he got the soundtrack to the big chill mm. um that was a big soundtrack, yeah. Yeah, and, the Big uh, Chill is an amazing soundtrack. It is the big the Big Chill might be one no of Jack the most perfect best soundtracks. It's one of the, especially you. you know before you could because there's a lot of I wouldn't call them one hit wonders, but there's a lot of songs on that soundtrack Quint- that you, quintessential you would, songs. Yeah, that you wouldn't buy. You know, you wouldn't go and buy a greatest hits of this band because you really just want right. that one song. And that soundtrack had a lot of those on it, which made it such yeah. a good soundtrack. It made it, especially if, especially in that time period. In that we're time talking period. about the late 80s, you wanted stuff on CD. They hadn't released some of those albums yet on CD. So, so here, here's, like the, here's the set list to the big chill. And uh, it's My Girl by The Temptations. Mm-hmm. The Whiter Shade of Pale. Um, yeah. Joy to the World by Three Dog Night. I heard through the grapevine, Marvin Gaye. Tell him by the Exciters. Um, that's a great song. Good Lovin' by the Rascals. I second that emotion by the Miracles. Mm-hmm. Ain't too proud to beg by the Temptations. And you make me feel like a woman by Aretha Franklin. Like that is. You can't. Oh, you can't and, go uh, get what you want. Track, Tracks of My Tears is on there too. I know they play it in the movie. You can't always get what you want, but it might not be. Yeah, Stones probably wouldn't allow. Yeah, I don't think they're. Yeah, yeah they don't. They don't allow it on there. But yeah, that's it, it's 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 the big chill and um uh oh shit uh mini driver um gross point blank those oh, two wow. albums are fucking yeah, amazing good, yeah and if you can get the original cut or original gross point blank of, yeah it's worth a gross point blank if you want it's worth because it it's hmm. got the um fits in the Maytals um pressure drop but done by the specials. Um, you can't get it on a on, on iTunes or any digitally distributed mm-hmm. music. It's it's only on the original cut. I happen to have it because I ripped it from Napster. Oh, and you ripped it though. Like there the, there um, are there are certain sound. Actually, when you look up the most valuable CDs, they're all soundtracks. Um, oh yeah, because compilations. Com- yeah, because they're compilations, or it was it was it was such a niche market for people who actually mm-hmm. wanted soundtracks. And yeah. uh, and gross point blanks is one of them that's worth a lot of money if you have the original. It's 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 funny because uh, you know Nick meant or Chris you mentioned uh, oh look at who we have we have a special hey. guest star tonight. Oh we were just cl- and that's the end of the show guys. Well, we like to yep. thank our patrons. Uh- See you later, Chris. Take care. <laughs> I am going to be jumping off very very soon. Is, 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 is Chris high as fuck again this week? No, nah, he took it too late, man. Oh. No, that was last week. I was I was higher than fucking. He, he did send he did some send some interesting texts this week. Uh, just 
I did. Yeah. And I don't, Jeremy, I don't quite understand the question. Like, what album would you want to fight for? I don't understand. Except, except for any Beatles or Rolling Stones or covers. Like, what do you, sure. what do you mean by fight for? I'm going to fight Jeremy's for my right to party. There yeah, you go. The text they sent. Had that oh. on the set, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, sh I showed the one. And, and the they, basketball people, one? No, I showed the other one. And, uh, um, and I, they, people were like, that's not funny. What? Well, Wait, which one? You know the one. The basketball one? No. The opening theme for a TV show. Uh, oh, <laughs> you oh, you showed that when I sent to you guys. You showed oh, that, that was that was, that was you. That was Nick. Nick. Oh, that was okay. Nick. Because I wrote, "I'm going to hell for this one." Okay. Oh, yeah, you well, are. Jack sorry, just I threw that Chris was, under the bus. I thought that was Chris. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> no, Chris got the, uh, people are no. thinking Chris is like even. Any, I mean, I mean, yeah. I, uh, I send you guys a lot of the dark stuff that I. <laughs> yeah, think well, that's, what but, that's what shocked. That's what, but you know, like, you, you had the one that Chris sent too. I was like going. Why don't you talk about that on the podcast, Chris? <laughs> nope. We were we were uh, we oh. were talking about a lot of music, and we were talking about the Big Chill soundtrack and soundtracks that have a lot of great hits. Um, we were talking about the early the early days of CD. What were the first? What was the first CD you owned, Jack? What was the first CD? First you bought? CD I owned. CD. Jesus yeah. Christ. What did you? Okay. Well, while he thinks probably, about it, that, it's probably Boston or Journey or um... that checks. Mm -hmm. Or uh, I've been listening a lot of Huey Lewis in the news. I've been listening. Okay, to them my dad had uh, my dad had four. I think on, yeah. on CD. Sports. Van Halen. Led really, Zeppelin. Yeah. Sports Led Zeppelin. Is when they really came. Van Halen. Fifty one. Is it fifty one? Fifty one fifty. Yeah. Yeah. My dad had that on CD. The entire too. collection. Yeah. So I remember Led, a lot of my dad's Led, early CDs. Rush. That was I had all Rush. I had. Okay. I'm trying to think of my collection. It was like. Did you have one of those like slider cases too, where you put the, put the little, it's like fake wood kind of plastic. You just I, pull it up I think I did. Yeah. I think yeah. I did. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I had, and I, I eventually they just ended the, up in the, the glove big, compartment. The big trapper keeper thing, you know, it had like oh, 200 yeah. sleeves. Case logic. The case logic. Yeah. I, I, I never yeah. liked taking them out of the, the original. I liked the, I had a lot of, I had on eight track. I had a lot of queen and Zeppelin. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah, I've still got an eight track. At yeah. my parents' house, I think I have like twenty. Because my really? my mom, yeah. when I was getting a, a car stereo in my car, she goes, "Why don't you just get an eight track tape player? You have all those eight track tapes." I go, "Yeah, they're like they weigh like a hundred pounds and they're like this big." I go, "Sorry." I go, "She goes, but you're wasting money." I go, "Well, it's okay because the tapes are better." This is when they went to cassette tapes. Mm -hmm. They were better. Well, you could, I mean, remember eight tracks, you couldn't just skip, you, you could skip a track, but you couldn't skip to the next song. And you couldn't, you know, I was like, right. No, yeah, I go, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Four, four tracks per thing. Cause I had, I had, I had, <laughs> I had a lot of eight tracks cause I had an eight track player in my room. So that's, but I said, no, we're not transferring that over to the, my car. Oh, yeah. Uh, when I bought, I bought a in 99, I bought an old GTO. And it had an eight-track player in it. It does and... look like her. I mean, oh, okay. Yeah, it does look like so. Yeah, so yeah, but I immediately oh. took that thing out. <laughs> you know, I was like, yeah. I'm not, you know, using an eight-track in this old car. No. Just they, they did have it in the van. It wasn't in the van, the Dharma van, wasn't that? They did have an eight-track in that. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I think they the one that they 
as soon as they yeah. gets running it, you know, and when it, global cash card gave, gave, yeah. gave the van away, it had an eight track tape player with that three dog night in there. That's oh, amazing. Nice. Yeah. That's, it, that's it, awesome. If it was in the, on the, it had everything. Wow. Amount of money they dropped on that thing. It, it had to be thirty-five thousand to forty thousand, or more. I would bet. But Jesus. I, if I remember correctly, I think it was thirty-five to forty thousand. Because they gave Emerson. Right 30, I think Emerson got thirty-five thousand. Wow. I'm like going. Well, you know, wow. if you just if you kept Emerson away and did the van, you can give me. 70 you know 65,000 yeah. what, what did you guys get out of it <laughs> I, I, I got a i got a free trip to los angeles and hotel and that's like a wait you guys didn't get paid and y'all were in downtown la too so it wasn't like well a... it, it was part it was part of our it was part of our i i don't think we were we, we got paid every month they paid us pretty a pretty good chunk of change every month we I, oh, for nice. podcasting at that time we were we were doing pretty yeah well. you're pretty high up yeah I mean, we're getting pretty, they paid us pretty well. I can't complain about that. Oh, um, okay. And plus, he, he flew us to Hawaii, put us in a five star hotel. Yeah. I had his Cuban cigars and his marijuana in my safe until he got there. Nice. Uh, yeah. I, I, wish I, I wish I had that kind of money, just stupid money. I wish just I had that kind money. of marijuana. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because uh, we, we were walking, it was me, Cliff, Jay, and my wife, and we're walking, and the security guard goes, Let me show you a different direction you can go. He didn't think we were staying there. At the hotel, I'm like going, and I didn't catch on. Cindy goes, "No, we're staying here." He goes, "Oh, I'm sorry." I go, oh, "I never even thought about that. I thought he was just giving us a shortcut." To the <laughs> so, I not not to go back to the music conversation, but Will Fry just posted something I, I need to read because this is sure, actually yeah. th th thinking about this is actually kind of fucking crazy. So, Christmas of '94, seventh grade, got a CD player with four CDs: REM, mm -hmm. Collective Soul, Green Day, Dookie. In mm -hmm. Soundgarden, super unknown, mm -hmm. dude. That is fucking awesome, right? I know, First, I, I know, two, I know two of those. Never bands. mind. And the downward spiral on the same yep. day, dude. That right there is such a collection of music. <laughs> like the '90s was was something fierce for for the music industry. Like like you you look back and I mean, with the exception of Collective Soul, I mean Collective Soul was big then. They, they didn't have yeah. the staying power. But mm -hmm. everybody else in that list is still a powerhouse. Uh, I know Green Day and REM. I don't know Nine Nails. And I don't know. Sound yeah, you Art. do. You totally I know do? Soundgarden. You do. You, yeah, you've heard Black, everyone knows Black Old Sun. You know Chris Cornell from Black Soundgarden. Um, and then you know Collective Soul as well. And 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 Soundgarden. Uh, you know, and Nirvana. Super unknown and Downward Spiral. I'd, ha I'd have to hear this. I'd have to hear this. I'd have to hear a song from them. You definitely know them. Like, but that's like. How do you know? I could be I could be stupid. You don't know. Well, that's, we, we that's all know. True. That. I mean, we were but kind of wondering if that I'm was I'm getting older. Sophia I may not remember you. things that happened yesterday. So you, you You're you sure that's know. not Sophia? Yeah. Come on, Jack. I mean, you're hip. I don't I I literally just grabbed this off the system I use and because I, I said, mm -hmm. "Oh, that looks like uh, okay. Grabbed it off the it system. It looks like Gloria from uh It's his Google systems. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. He just cropped out the parts that were flesh. <laughs> But uh, yeah, in the 90s, man, 90s had some 
fucking staying power. One is one as good as the eighties or seventies. I, I would disagree, Jack. I think the nineties. We've the been running well, so hard. Chris is going to fight you. Well, you know, Jack. The thing that's interesting about you know sixty-seven through seventy-seven period is that you had so many different sounds and so many albums. It was it was yeah. a, a decade that can never come again, as in just mm-hmm. the amount of art, the amount of different kinds of music. But the then that that, that yeah that period though, I, <laughs> I, I'll be I'll be kind and say like eighty-nine through ninety-six. Like that period, though, it was kind of the same thing. And there's yeah. a lot of stuff that got just thrown out of like, hey, see if this works. Mm, and that yeah. will, will never happen again because now it's too much of an industry. And right. streaming and, and Internet has pretty much eliminated the radio and the album. Yeah. The idea of an album. You know, right. so, like, so CNN does uh, has a series about the different decades. I think it was CNN. Um, but there's like the 80s, 70s, 80s, 90s. I think like Tom Hanks like, narrates a bunch of them or whatever. But um, they did one on 90s and it was the 90s music. And it, I, it was an hour long episode about the impact of 90s music um, then and then on today. And it, it blew me away, like the from a hip hop perspective to rock and roll grunge coming out of nowhere, out of the Pacific yeah. Northwest, you know, like fan. all that stuff kind of like. That's why he's never heard of Soundgarden. That's true. <laughs> that's oh, what he said. Yeah. I'm not a fan well, of grunge. Yeah. yeah. And that's when Pearl Jam came out. Right. It's like, the, it's um, like take a bath. I mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> wash, wash your hair. I, come on. You're, you're gross. Well, there's, there's but, a uh, real. Yeah. No, that's there... it. That's it. I mean, just the 90s, 90s are awesome for music. There, I mean, that's how you I'm not saying it was the, bad, but I'm, I'm saying I'd go with the 70s or 80s. That's, but the grunge movie, how you can tell story. the 80s was was kind of fake in a way, and that it was all just kind of a process. There's a guitarist, and I can't remember what band he was in from the 80s. He uh, was on, he, he was on the Southwest uh, Spiral, Downward Spiral. <laughs> Southwest <laughs> Spiral. Yeah. Southwest Downward Spiral. <laughs> I want to fly different. you like you, you got an al- <laughs> You got an album and a bag like of animals. peanuts. <laughs> uh, but he talks about that, how when you know, he had, uh, you know, in the late eighties, they had had all these hits. And then all of a sudden when grunge hit, he thought he's like, Oh, this isn't the end for us. I just need to buy a flannel shirt and I need to do this. And I'll just change. And then we'll just keep making more hits. And it was like, no, he didn't realize like a lot of people that the eighties were done. Like that sound was yeah. done, you know? Yeah. The synthesizer. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, like, it's, it's exactly what it was. They, they the eighties, like grunge killed the eighties rock vibe. Or the pop vibe, well, if you will. Grunge but, killed, grunge killed hair metal. Cured hair metal, yeah. yeah. It was like the the last hair metal hit song good. was Cherry Pie. That's it. Like Warrant. Warrant. Cherry Pie was the last. It's, it's some in some circles, it's known as the 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 song that killed the eighties. You know, but huh. maybe yeah. maybe because okay. the videos were so good in the eighties, maybe that's what you know. Well, that's that's what that because you just mentioned there Cherry were, Pie. There were great movies in the nineties too. I mean, they were still doing videos, and uh, it wasn't the same. I don't. I disagree. Well, they, in, in the nineties, music videos became you were just more busy like working. Okay, you were being like a dad. Eighties, eighties was like, hey, we 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 had this new medium. We had to figure out how to put this song onto video and have it be on a screen. Mexican, whoa, 80s, they it, and they, they decided to like make a statement with their videos. Like all the videos in the night. You think about like Runaway Train, right? That was a statement for. Um, what that song was about, like you, you actually had like art being made with the music videos. I mean, with the exception of Genesis, I mean, Genesis did have that 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 uh, '80s car- uh, video with the the puppets of Ronald Reagan um, and Nancy Reagan, well, I mean, which is when, pretty amazing. But uh, not not thinking of Michael Jackson because his videos were beyond. But like you know, when I right. think of 
80s as an um, as music videos and art form, I always think of AHA, you know, uh, of just take on oh, me God, with, with the drawing and the mirror. Um, like that was so. What about Van Halen's Hot for Teacher? Come on. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Where's Waldo? Come on. That was that was that was great. They had the they had the little Van Halen guys, the, the, big, uh, the young Van Halen guys. And then November Rain. Um, the, I mean November Rain. I think that's my cherry pie right there. So that's like the. Those videos were wild, man. Yeah, uh, I've seen a breakdown of that video that just like rips it to shreds, and it's it's pretty hilarious. Um, what what happened so. to what? Why? Because I, I, it was such a big deal, MTV. Because people would literally like. I remember David yeah. Bowie launched one of his one of the, right was that China Girl one where he my yeah. little China, he that was they well, had that a was, count, that they had a, when... they had a countdown to. Him oh, they really had countdown to that's, Michael that's Jackson. The, I know, but I'm saying year, that's the first year of mm-hmm. MTV, though. You know, '83, yeah. roughly. Uh, but you know, basically by '95, MTV had run its course. Though, when you start getting into yeah. single out and all the reality TV stuff that happened in the mid '90s to late '90s, it was done. Killed it, and yeah. the music wasn't as good, so that, that hurt too. I'm a I think we girl just... in a Barbie <laughs> world. Why do you uh, have to go to oh, that Mickey, song? Oh, you're so fine. You're so fine. You blow my yeah, mind. Hey, yeah, Mickey. Those are on the same level to me. Yeah, they are. They're the same annoying. Just 99 red balloons. I mean, uh, Jeremy brings up a good point. Like, what? Uh, bon Jovi to me is totally 80s. Uh, whereas in Guns N' Roses, Appetite for Destruction is an right. 80s record. Whereas in Use Your Illusion to me is not nice. 80s at all. Yeah, you know, it, 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 they really encompass the decades very well. Chris Dorn's right. Kissed on Mast on MTV. Yeah. Bob, I I would say that Bon Bon Jovi is exclusively '80s for me. Like there's there's no there's no spanning decades for Bon Jovi in my opinion. I think he's pure '80s. No, he he I have rode that. uh, He was living on a prayer. I I, I, I yeah, exactly. I I get a lot of shit for my opinion on Bon Jovi, but I've never thought of him as an artist. I think he was a a good person to hear the sound of the time and say, "I'm going to write a song to that sound. I'm going to make a hit out of it." But he never oh, had I, I his like own bon thing. I know. I'm just, I, I mean, I I get it. I don't it. know why. Like, he, I don't know why he, you're bashing John. He, no wonder Jay. He's hates written you. some good songs. I'm just saying though, like his stuff to me was capitalizing on what was current. He never really yeah. tried to be an innovator. He just he's like a European John Cougar Mellencamp. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't like John Cougar Mellencamp. I didn't like him when he was John Cougar. Once, once he like, once he dished the Cougar, it was just yeah. Well, yeah. He, he didn't. He, he, he didn't tried get to do Ryan, a song. Didn't he? Oh no! He married to do another Ryan, song that. Um, yeah, he did recently. No, the right. song. I, the song. My favorite song of, of his. He was, was like, like, "I'm okay da, with plastic." Da, 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 until he starts singing. Yeah, and uh-huh. I go. I hate the song. My sister, who he, he sings who, that song, "Small Town" or something. Yeah, try it in a small town. Born in a small town. <laughs> and then you know, uh, little titties with Jack and Diane. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like the tasty free. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> My sister, who's never had a, a very broad taste in music, went to go see John Cougar Mellencamp camping concert one time. And the guy, I couldn't believe it. John Fogarty was the opening act for John Cougar Mellencamp. Really? And she, she gets back to me like a, day, a couple of days later. She's like, hey, this guy named John Fogarty performed ahead of, of, uh, of uh, John Cougar Mellencamp. She, oh, she didn't way- know who he was? She didn't know who he was. Yeah. And she's uh, like, his, I, huh. she, was like she, knew, she knew Bad Moon Rising. Mm-hmm. She knew that one song. Right. She was like, she was, bathroom he on was the right. so much. Yeah, Bathroom on the Right. Yeah. She she knew. She's like, he was so much better than John Cougar Mellencamp. She goes, <laughs> he was so lively and so much fun. And then John Cougar just put us all to sleep. I was like, really? Yeah. Okay. 
Um, Again, I wasn't. I just. I just wasn't into them. I just. My I my daughter's been dabbling in '60s music, and so it's kind of funny because every now and then, like, like I'll hear her playing music, and I'm like, oh shit, she's getting into some CCR. Fuck. Yeah. Like, like I'm like, CCR. what is she? You know, it's like. That's kind talking, of. Probably, I, I talk, still think there's no. You can't name a band that was a better singles band than CCR. Mm -hmm. Like every single they released, they were not really an album band. They were singles band, and like they were just one after the other in a three year period. But never had a single number one hit. All number twos, but really unbelievable. Yeah, put me in, coach. I'm ready to play today. Yeah. Uh. Anyway. It, I mean, Jeremy brought up a, a poll, like what decade was the best? And it's like, well, you, you know, that's not really a fair argument. Who didn't pick the 50s? What are you talking about? <laughs> I love the coasters, man. I love what the you... 40s, man. Come on. Come on. I want to be able to punch my wife and tell a racist joke. And oh, wait, I can still do that. <laughs> There's actually a, a, a Chris is like, you're doing it, Matt. You're doing it. There's you guys talked. You guys. You guys talked about Matthew Perry, right? We talked a little bit. We did. Okay. We talked Star Wars for. We talked Legos. Legos. We talked about. I did death. have a story. We I did have a story about, about Legos. On the other we side got really. Life. This is a deep, deep. Yeah, yeah. We got deep and emotional. I, I, I just yeah. felt bad. I felt bad for Matthew Perry's parents when the pre they, they're Morgan showing. Up, no, no, yeah. When they showed up to see his, uh, you know, just. They showed up at his house. Oh, they're the ones who found him. I didn't know that. No, no, it was it was the uh, assistant found him. But they were oh. they showed up at the mm -hmm. house, and the press is right there taking pictures of him driving up. I go, fuck. Well, is it, is his, isn't it his father press? No, his father's an actor. Well, yeah, his Wait. stepfather is. But still, right. it, 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 it's a come on, guys, yeah. back off. But anyway, I, I was it was sad news. I mean, I mean, and he was my favorite friend. I mean, I think he's most most everybody's favorite friend. Yeah, and he was great on the West Wing, and Phoebe's my my favorite friend. Actually, you said that before, Matt. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, I identify with Phoebe the most, especially carrying triplets and all that. So you carry triplets? Wow, I didn't know that. I carry it well. Have you guys? Have you guys seen they they kind of someone brought back that clip of the reunion though, and they're kind of going around asking questions about like. So, you know, since Friends is over, do you guys keep in touch, this, that, and the other? And was like, oh, yeah, you know, we do a good job keeping in touch with each other. You know, if we ever need each other, we're always there to pick up the phone, blah, blah, blah. This, that, and the other. And then all of a sudden, uh, Matthew Perry goes, yeah, I, I don't I don't hear from any of these people. <laughs> <laughs> and he probably it was, was like, just being a smart ass. But no, like, no, it, so? was, okay. it, was, it was awkward as fuck because mm, they're all yeah. like, I think the only three that really so... stay together, the only three that stay together, is, were the girls. The girls, yeah, They're, they they always mm. stay together. Yeah. But I, that that makes sense. So, I mean, but, just I think I think from a, I don't know, I don't maybe know. just from a, a male female perspective, I just think like maybe I don't know. I just think that men have a lot more harder time like putting up fronts and like getting past like egos and stuff like that. Exactly. So. I think. I mean, I would think Matthew LeBlanc and, and Matthew Perry would have talked a little bit more, but like I could see David, right. David Schwimmer and from what I've seen on TV and like the one time I was around him, I thought mm -hmm. he was a dick. Uh, so I, but he, but he did get the group together and say, Hey, we should all make the same amount of money. We should all do that. Mm -hmm. and, and that's what kept the show going for nine years because there was no, none of that ego crap. Right. 
how many right. shows were oh, they're making more than me and it's like you know Suzanne Summer Suzanne but she was right I mean she should have been making at least close to what uh John Ritter was making but you know but since she was a female back in the 70s she didn't get the equal pay Jeremy brings up a good question like what actor's death took you the most by surprise uh mine is um Philip Seymour Hoffman Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Hmm. Um, Mine was John Belushi. Yeah, I could see that. Huh. Chris uh, Farley. Yeah, that's another one. Huh. Robin Williams was another one, but then when I found out what he had, then I, it made sense. Mm. Hmm. Especially when you find out he killed himself. You're like going, I got to kill himself. Why would Bill Hartman, him? that's a good one. Yeah, Bill Hartman, yeah. That's oh, one, he's yeah. murdered. Oh, yeah. yeah. That one, his wife, that, one that, was, was really... that was brutal. Mm -hmm. and, and, and Phil Hartman was one of those that like, um, I just always missed his voice. It's mm. weird, but like he had a such a Anna Nicole Simpson. Oh God! I mean, there's things I missed about Reagan. She got blown away. She did so many times. I, I mean, Phil Hartman, though, especially like what you're saying, man. Like, I mean, I always like it when I see interviews with SNL characters or actors who, when they ask about Phil Hartman. Mm -hmm. Like you can see how much they all loved him. You yeah, know, yeah. You, you never heard uh, a yeah. bad word about because Chris. Well, Farley, and he was such a team player too. Chris yeah, Farley, they loved was, him, but they said he could be because he was always on drugs and alcohol. Right. He could be, he could yeah. be an asshole too. So right. But yeah, it, it, it still, it's, it's John Candy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, John Candy. Yeah, that was a big deal, I, especially he, I think for he died for, young. He, yeah. he was young. Yeah, well, all of them were young when they died. Yeah. Uh, Going, but yeah, I think John Candy, especially for Matt and and, and uh, Chris and I's generation, because we grew up as kids with. I know you did too, Jack. But I was saying, like, as kids, though, I actually I, brought him up. I know, but I'm saying, well, like, but yeah, but we miss him. We he, miss he, him more. He was, the, he was the first like goofy, you yeah. know, adult guy that we saw on TV. That we saw, yeah, because like you think about playing trains. I mean, Uncle Buck, you think, uh, 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 Home Alone. There's a lot of stuff that was. As formending as our childhood, yeah. Um, Jackie, I think you got something in your nose. I got I, not <laughs> clearly. Clearly, the poll is uh, who misses John Candy more, John Ritter Jack or the That's other one. guys? Yes, John, the retired guy. Yeah, John. Uh, John Ritter didn't really shock me that much. I mean, I appreciate John Ritter, but at that time, I only knew him from um, Problem Child. No, okay. I from Problem Child. I'm trying yeah. to go. I'm trying to go back to the first actor that I remember dying on a show that I watched, and I got to go with Coach. I mentioned Coach earlier mm. in this mm. this episode when we were talking Cheers briefly, and it was because I was a, a younger watching that show, and then all of a sudden he wasn't on there, and then they had this in in memory, you know, moment, and you're like, oh, wait, he, who he died? died? So. Coach, coach, or coach. No, I'm not no, sorry, no, coach, no, but not, cheers, not cheers, cheers, but cheers, coach. Oh, cheers. Like, the yeah. first time I was like, coach, I, yeah. sorry, oh, you're talking about coach from cheers, from cheers, coach from cheers. Yeah. Yeah. Coach from uh, cheers. Sorry, I you know the show in Boston, guys confused. so yeah, that but, overrated bar. That one, <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just like, I'm trying to think of like early. Oh, my mine know, was uh, Jack, you, you missed um, earlier, we're talking about Halloween costumes, and Chris dressed up his son as a fan with a black eye. And then With broken Chris, glasses. Yeah, broken glasses. And Chris dressed up as a roided out Boston fan. It was crazy. Uh, That's good. I was I was I, gonna say I, 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 I thought, thought I thought I thought maybe. Just maybe this one hold on the entire fucking episode without bringing up this farce of a story. 
Yeah, but well, speaking of gentlemen, this wait, is no, I was going to say where, uh, it, no, no, Smith and Jones, uh, Pete Duel, uh, he killed himself. Uh, you guys don't know I'm who it, you don't know who no Pete Duel is. No, no, but Alias um, Smith and Jones was a, a uh, it was a oh I know it, that show. It yeah. from the it was a it basically was um, what would happen if uh, Butch Cassidy and Sundance had got immunity, mm. and so it was it was devastating to me because I think I was like eleven, loved the show. Then they 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 didn't even take time off. They just brought this other guy in, Roger Davis, Ditto. who was a narrator for it, who d- didn't look anything like Pete Duell. Didn't it was like and didn't have the same chemistry with. Uh, I'm drawing like his name, but Samantha it, uh, from The Witch. No, oh. no, but and everyone talked about him like he was just you know a Probably. great guy. But it, a lot of people, don't, some think his girlfriend killed him. But now that I'm thinking about it, the first huh. actor that comes to my mind that i know died was probably brandon lee um crow the crow because <laughs> i retired guy bobby ewing, ewing. <laughs> he didn't die though it was a dream you, you were dreaming john the retired guy um real quick before chris goes um just to share one more memory we were we were talking about this at the at the very beginning of, of the episode first thoughts of death as as when you were a kid <laughs> It's a popular topic and I'm staying on trend with it. I remember being driven, you know, like you're in the car and you're listening to the news as a kid. And I I probably was like four or five. And I remember hearing this story about this, this, this kid putting a a hairdryer in the bathtub and then killing themselves. Oh, shit. And I remember hearing those words that this child had put a hairdryer in the bathtub and killed themselves. And for me, it was not only the first time that I understood that a child could die, but the idea of suicide and that, oh, like, so why the, would they? Oh, he did. It. I, assumed, I assumed it was an accident. Okay. I no. assume I now, as an adult, understand that it was probably an accident. Mm-hmm. But as a child, oh, I didn't understand that. Right. As a as a child, you're just hearing the news and you think how did a child do that to themselves? And that idea of ending your life as a child was like, like it kind of hung, hung with me, like I, not in a great way. I saw a <laughs> fucked up video yesterday. So anyway, yesterday. there you go, Chris. Good night. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I saw rest, a fucked up video gotta rest up. yesterday. You're going to a game soon, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> gotta get in, gotta get in fighting condition. Uh, do you play the Rocky theme when you're running? That's Philadelphia. He would rather die. <laughs> uh, well, I, I don't think I don't see him going to Philadelphia and starting a fight. Yeah. All right. Those, I am respectfully going to bow out of the show. You guys have a great night. God bless, Chris. How do you like them see apples? <laughs> the boss. I got a number. Yeah. <laughs> Bunch of fucking dickheads. <laughs> hey, seven. Take him on. <laughs> I, I saw a video yesterday or day for yesterday uh, of I don't think this guy realized how close he was to dying. Um, and it's, uh, it's we're not talking about the hockey thing now. No, no, not not the hockey thing. No, it's it's. Um, I did a video a, on that. It's a it's way. a woman's birthday party, and she's about to cut the cake, and she has a big ass blade in her right hand. And and a guy comes up behind, and I think it's either her boyfriend or her brother or somebody next to her on her right next to the blade. But another guy behind her comes up and wants to put her head in the cake oh, oh and yes. so he does like he but you know she's got the knife in his hand but your natural reaction is to jerk up right yeah and the blade actually hits the guy right here on the head and it's like wow 
I mean, if it went in his eye or anywhere else, wow, it would have probably killed him. Talk it, about karmic. Yeah. Like, like, what are you fucking doing anyway? Like, like, you know, ah, you're drinking. You're uh-huh. not thinking. You're not, mm-hmm. Sometimes you, you're you know, drinking. You're, you're not thinking. You're not thinking. You're hitting you, an you, old you, guy in the stands. Yeah, it, it, it happens. Oh, That's so you, didn't talk, you, you talk about the guy that died on the ice. We did not. No, oh, we did not. Um, but, you know, no. it's like, um, I'm sure you guys saw that it was like a decade ago or 15 years ago. The, the little kid's birthday party before they took out the, uh, the oh, alcohol silly and silly string. Yeah. Like yeah. when it was a little kid, mm-hmm. he blows silly string. The, the flames just engulfed this kid blowing out oh, the yeah. candles. Oh, wow. You know? Uh, and they had to change all the silly string stuff after. I was that like going because it was, I, I didn't. I didn't know, you know that did that. Yeah, yeah. And it's just kids being kids, just like right. Yeah, you know, yeah. Who wouldn't do it? Yeah. So if you don't like the kid, <laughs> especially Chris at a football game, <laughs> poor Chris. Yeah. But going to the hockey thing though, they've actually found another video that, of that same guy, and that appears to be a tactic that he used against people he does not like. Uh, oh. I, well, my, my he slashed another guy on the thigh. Uh, another season uh, doing the same thing. Yeah, oh, I, fuck. If there's first, a prior. Yeah. At first, I thought it was okay. That just he maybe he caught a rut. And because if you're, mm-hmm. you know, your skates sometimes will lock up on you on the ice and he lost his balance. But when I watch it, he, if you watch at the end, he kicks. He, yeah. he actually he, he lifts his leg and kicks. Yeah. And, and yeah. kicking in hockey is one of the worst penalties you can get. I mean, even if you're, if you fall on the ground and you say you, Run into someone, you both go on the ground. If you push off mm-hmm. on the skater to get up, even if it's by accident, yeah, it's a it's a, a game misconduct. I mean, you you're out of that game. The next game, if you kick somebody, it's a match, which is the worst penalty. So yeah, this guy, like uh, well, I said, he we he should put, we should put this a little bit into context though for everybody listening who might not know. So for uh, everyone out there who's listening to this, uh, four days ago, five days ago, in an English Adam Johnson in an English hockey league. Uh, uh, a guy on opposing teams uh, basically slammed into a guy, but as he was pushing off, kicked his leg out and slashed his throat with his yeah. skate, causing him to bleed out and die on the rink on the and, ice. And, and this guy got up. He, he got he, up. Yeah, he I got up. I can believe. But, but you don't want to see. There's a lot. I mean, it's no. A, you don't want to see it. I, I watched it one a, time. And that was good. I said, "Oh my god, that's just ridiculous." The, but and people but, don't realize how sharp skates are. I mean, I like I said, I still have cuts on my hands from when I sharpen skates. You know, it's just oh, god damn it. Those blades, the blades are like razors. So that's hmm. a wep. That's a weapon on yeah. his. And I, I uh, years ago, I was playing in a beer league, and our goalie there was a collision. The guy went up over him, and he's our goalie's just laying on the ice. We're like, "Get up off your lazy ass!" You know. To, but then we saw blood mm. coming out of his pad. He, he hit him right above Ooh. the knee. Oh, there's a vein there, right? Yeah, and he, it was like, "Oh my god!" And we had a dentist on our team. He oh. stopped the bleeding, put a tourniquet, mm-hmm. and the paramedic said he saved his life. Yeah, he was because ble- it looked like a piece of like a honeybite ham. So it was mm. it was really deep, and it's because the. Uh, you know the blade just just slight. If he just had where he didn't have the pr- protective pad there, took him a year to play again. It was wow. It was it was like it was scary. It was like oh my god. And he lost, like I said, he lost a lot of blood. There's there's this uh, emergency kit that you can kind of get. It's, it's like called like stop the bleed, I think. Um, and it it's like a it's like a pad or what have you. Um, that you can that you can use if you come upon a scene. So we we have some in our vehicles. 
Um, I know I don't think I'm going to be able to do it, but but my wife, um, who was it's it's like that scene, there's two scenes in Band of Brothers, Mm -hmm. you know, like uh, early on when that guy walks out, you know, he's just blown to shit. Oh, yeah. And uh, and the guy's like, hey, buddy, come here. Like, you know, and he's basically going to die. Yeah, I, I have no idea how I would have fucking reacted to that, you know. And then the same thing is like when Hooper shoots himself with the Luger in the leg, you yeah. know, it's just like, oh my god! Like but they say, they say anything that you can do to stop the bleed helps. You know, it gains time. Mm-hmm. The worst thing you can do is to just can let it continually like bleed out. So well, with Hooper, they did. He had so many layers of clothes on, they couldn't find the. Well, room. I mean, that's what yeah. he shot himself in the inner thigh, and if you nip yeah. that artery, you're dead. It doesn't matter yeah. what you do; you're gone. Um, but yeah, Texas Rangers won the get, World Series. I get weak just thinking about it, though. But yeah. Oh, yeah, and I, I wanted to him just speaking the Texas Rangers made me think of it. Like uh, Matt, it wasn't uh, the Titans that were wearing the Oilers uniforms; it was the Texans that were going to wear the Oilers. Uniforms. Oh, okay. Well, and they're go. actually getting sued. Uh, oh really? No, 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 it was a college. It was a college team. Was it a college team? Okay, it was a Houston, I thought it... Co- it was a Houston college team. With, oh no, but the, okay. the Titans did wear. Did the, they? Okay, they did wear the. Um, they did wear the Oilers uniforms, but the a school, I think, school in Houston was wearing similar. They weren't wearing similar, and the NFL They're said you, the need, colors. you need you to stop. Right. Oh wow. It was no fun league, and then they so they stopped. They they, yeah, they, they were wearing they were wearing the powder blue, blue the red red yeah. face mask, the white. Yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah, it was yeah. basically was the Oilers. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Okay. But well, the Oilers um, don't exist anymore. So I'm like going. I, I would have said, "Fuck you." The Oilers don't exist anymore. Yeah. What but are you going to do? Sue me for wearing that, a brown helmet? Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. but I mean, the Titans though they do they own that they own it. That's just what it is. That's why the I, Titans I, colors are still the I, Oilers colors. I I get that, but you know. I mean, I, I I agree with you, Jack. I think it's bullshit. Like the, the Oilers do not exist. So, because San Diego is talking about getting a uh, oh, what's the, one of those XFL teams, and they said, "What should they call them?" I said, "Call them the Chargers." <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I, did you guys see? I, I found that interesting. I kind of agree with it that the uh, the NFL is actually considering adopting the XFL's kickoff uh, way they kick off instead of the way the NFL way every other. How do they do it? So they line up everybody 10 yards apart, and the only people that are allowed are the kicker and the receiver in the back and the ends, opposite ends of the fields. And so basically when they kick the ball off, they just hit each other from 10 yards away and then – Oh, instead of full speed. Instead of full speed because, I mean, me being on kick return all through high school, mm-hmm. that is the worst thing in the world because you've got somebody running full sprint at you. Right. And then you're just standing there. You might get like 10 yards back and then can come back, but all the momentum is with the kick team. What they should do is just put the ball at the 25 yard line and <laughs> have the kickoff. Yeah, most, let's take, I mean, let's like take not, all of the kicking out of football. Well, I'm That's saying like, like. <laughs> well, I'm saying like 90% of the kicks go out of the end zone anyway. Yeah. So it's like, okay, why are we wasting our time with this? And you have the guys that are on the special team, they run all the way up to the, cause they don't want to get cut. If they don't run all the way, even though the ball is going to go on the 25 yard line, they're still, I don't know, but you know, you have kickers today though. They're, they're kicking a 60 yard field goal is not a big deal anymore. Yeah, no, it's, I, like, I, it's like, okay. It's, and then when somebody does miss like a 34 yard line, you know, people are just like, how the fuck did you make that? Yeah, well, because yeah. people are making 50 and 60 yarders like it's nothing. Right. When but back in, you know, 60s, 70s, and 80s, it was like, you know. It's not a guaranteed thing if you got to the 40-yard line and, you know, lined up. and Right, exactly. Something. Yeah. Do you, so, exactly. do you guys know about the Michigan scandal? 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it keeps developing more and more. And yeah. from what I heard today was it wasn't just Michigan scouting teams they were going to play. They were scouting teams that they didn't want to play. And so any team that had potential to go to the college football playoff last year, they would go scout them and then give all the signals and signs to a team that were going to play. Uh, that team was going to play. So it would give them a leg up. And so that's why, especially towards the end, end of last year, there was a lot of really weird games where like these teams had sucked. And then yeah. all of a sudden they blew out like a high ranked team. And you're like, how did that happen like that? Mm. And that's what they're saying is that Michigan gave them like all this Intel. Oh, it's, so, it's, a, wow. it's a, plus they have one guy that's on, he was on the side. I forget what team it was. Michigan was playing, but he literally was on the, their sidelines mm. and he was huh. stealing their play. And, you know, yeah. and so they, it, it, Harbaugh's like, I didn't know anything about it. Right. Come on. How could how could you not know anything about right. it? Now, rumor right. is now that the the Ra uh, the Raiders have fired their head coach mm -hmm. uh, McDaniel's, who got a six year contract. He still has four more four and a half years left on it. He's getting paid millions to do nothing. Uh, well, he has, must he's doing nice. nothing anyway. Yeah. But rumor is they're going to go after uh, Harbaugh. Harbaugh. I don't see why though. I mean, Harbaugh has not won anything. You know, he's well. He won. He won. He, he won USD in San Diego. Then he won yeah. at Stanford. Then he won at Frisco. And it looks like the only way he's winning at Michigan is because he's cheating. Yeah. I mean, I personally, I think the NFL well, that seems perfect uh, for the Raiders, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I think. I think anyone. I think what the NFL should do is, if you get penalized in college, mm -hmm. and you we because they're going to get. Saying they're going to get screwed. They're going to get uh, like a what was a nuclear. Like SMU did years ago. They got yeah. there was so much cheating that they just they got blown up and it took them years to recover. Right. Yeah. Mich Michigan's a big program. They probably won't do what they did to SMU. Yeah. And the NCAA is not what they weren't were. Anymore. No, but there's too it, much money in the league to, now. To me, yeah. if if you it's like Pete Carroll, he screwed up. What who was it? USC. Right. But right. Then, and then he then right. he landed the. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it went to the NFL, so it was like yeah. a yeah. big deal. I, I, you know? so, I do I mean, remember that 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 whole. I mean, it, to me, to me, if it proves true, like everything that they're saying Michigan did, to me, it's a no-brainer. It should be a ten-year, uh, no bowl, no playoff suspension. They you won't know, do still, that. They, you can still they have a program. That, they won't do that to Michigan. They would never no. do it to Michigan, but they should. Uh, hmm. You know, it's like they did to Alabama, like Alabama from like ninety through 2003 you know yeah. they punished the shit out of them um, yeah because like this it's but i i think that it should carry over to the you shouldn't be allowed to fuck up, you shouldn't be allowed to fuck up a college program and then go right. into the pros right away and make millions right hey jack there's there's something on your sweatshirt that's bugging me yeah you know what it is yeah, I, it's, this a is tag. The first, it's the first time i've wore this it's a tag i didn't even know i had it <laughs> i thought i i've I even was, watched I, it and I'm I like, thought there was a piece is... of fuzz actually on your neck. And then I was yeah. like, no, you, oh, you I got see it. it now. Now I'm not going to be able to take my eyes off it now. It's, it's that little microphone. <laughs> it does. Like your Garth Brooks over there. Yeah. I, 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 no, I didn't notice until like five minutes ago. What is on my, is this like yeah. spider on me or something? I thought you were just trying to be cool. You're like flashing like, hey, you know. You know, you know how um, kids used to wear their tags in their hats? They, some of them still, still do. do. You know? mm -hmm. I had a friend I went to went to Vegas with. He had the tag. I go, I go, do you know how ridiculous you look? I go, so I call him Tag Boy. And to this day, if I see him, I don't see him that often. I go, hey, Tag Boy, what's up? 
Because he had no, it's not James. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't imagine what you'll say to me if, if we don't see each other for a long time and then you see me. It'll it did like, drive me. I mean, it, you still say the, the straight bill hat with the tag still on it drives me crazy. Yeah, yeah. I just like going. Well, it proves. I go. I go. What does it prove? You're an idiot. I mean, <laughs> right. Well, some of those like expensive <laughs> shoes. You know, like if uh, if you go through StockX, you, you can get verified as as being authentic, and the people will wear the tags because it's like it's proof that it's been verified that it's mm, authentic. That, that's Cause, dangerous cause, though, because you can get your ass. Because shoes right? are, yeah, it's that shoes was, are nuts. That was something that you know, kind of similar what you and me and Chris were talking about of like mm-hmm. how things change on a dime. Like not you, Jack. At least where I grew up, you know, when you got a brand new pair of shoes, the first thing you wanted to do was kind of scuff them up because mm-hmm. I remember like you know, everyone would call you out like, oh, Matt's got some new shoes, you know, because they were mm-hmm. just like bright white or whatever. And like you didn't want to be like that dork with the new shoes. Yeah. But now, now kids with want white, them to be yeah. perfect. Like they want them to be perfect for everything. I mean, I remember getting some black uh, Nike Air Force high tops, you know, it's like and, and I just loved the fact that they were black. Mm. They looked really like cool, you know, so those I didn't want to mess up. But I do remember like, you know, if you had a pair of new white tennis shoes, you're like, Ugh, you know, you can't have it. That would be too. too I know when I was a kid, we we everyone got into wearing Converse. Mm. Yes. Uh, That's what it was back then. With yeah. different color ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I had purple that didn't match anything. I think I was yeah. saying that once. Yeah. yeah. Purple Converse. And I was like, I, I got a rock. There was a Converse <laughs> shoe. I mean, I could be making this up, but you I remember I remember sometime in the he 80s, does. you know, you could get like a plain Converse and then you had color things you could slide in to change the color. I, I, I the do little, remember that. The little, mm. you know, symbol. So you could mm-hmm. make them purple or yellow or red or whatever you wanted to. I remember my first cool pair of shoes because I, I would get the Kmart specials or the Wallabies yeah. that you'd get. And it's like, because now, and funny, it was like a few years ago, Wallabies were cool. I go, Shit, he's getting my ass kicked for wearing wallabies. Like, right. When did this become cool? Right. But it was a pair of Nike when Nike first came out. It was it was it wasn't the leather ones. It was canvas ones, and it had the swoosh. And it's like mm-hmm. ah, I got I got them. But it's like yeah. And then I got bought myself some Stan Smiths, and those were Ooh. pure. Those were leather with green on it. And you could what you could do is you could polish them. Mm-hmm. So they would. I mean, I kept those. I had those things for over a year, just. My foot didn't grow, but those were the days. And now, now shoes are like what thousands of dollars, and some of them just get me a pair of of shoes. I don't care. Yeah. Um. Although a good pair of of shoes will last. I I bought um you know I bought these Yoda uh (laughs) shoes. Yeah, they were Yoda themed, but I I love them because they are they just made me laugh. Like are they backwards? No, the heels in the front and the. Yoda, Yoda didn't wear shoes, silly. <laughs> he had his three little fingers out. You know. They do have a. Um, I won't. I won't go into it. No. Yeah, go what ahead and just bite it off, Chuck. I, hmm? I don't want to rip the thing because I've done that before. Where you, where yeah, you rip the back of the shirt, you go, oh crap. Well, and at your age, if you bite too hard, it could rip out your teeth. Exactly. You know, too, you know, exactly. I mean, if you try to rip it, you know, your skin's like you know so delicate now that you I know. probably cut so yourself. Plus, you might lose plus, a finger. Plus, I'm on blood thinners. So oh yes, I, 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 would, oh. I would bleed out. One, really mm-hmm. rolling the dice. Yeah. No. I hit my, I hit my knee us. the other day, just a little tiny, and I'm like going. So I was doing something in the garage. I looked down. I go, what the hell? It was all the way down my leg. I'm like going. And there was a little tiny ice skate just sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
You All right. Um, a great new pair every year. Oh, wow. I did want to say something about Legos. Remember last year I that, talked to, last week I talked about Legos. Yeah. I'm never going to get us And, and how my daughter, how my daughter, oh, my, yeah, wife, I remember now. my wife threw everything in the thing. Right. Yeah. So my grandson's over here the other day and I'm, uh, I'm looking, I'm, I'm, I'm looking, I go, what the, f I cannot find these two pieces. I go, I'm looking in the thing. I'm emptying the thing because he's built all these different things. And I finally go, wait a minute. I go, Gigi helped you with some of these things, right? And he goes, yeah. I go, all right, what's, what's the train? He goes, yeah. I go, give me the train. I go, there it is right there. Those two pieces, the two white pieces are right there. They should mm -hmm. be black. I go, because <laughs> I'm thinking, why would I go? I hate when they do that, when they ship yep. something and it's not in there. So I, Look, I got to take your train apart. I took the train apart, put the got the two white pieces. I go, right. I, I sent Cindy a nasty message. Ah! I, I mean, I was joking. I wasn't really mad. Not the forties. So my my wife said <laughs> my wife's had a bit of a Lego itch lately. Um, so she she always gets the holiday one, you know, yeah. whatever the holiday one is, and she loves putting that together. She's not a fan of this year's uh, log cabin. She's you know she built it already, oh, but she's the, like. Oh, I love that. You mean you mean the 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 winter the the lodge? That's yeah, awesome. The, lodge. the half lodge. Yeah. Is it, is They've actually, snow? yeah. All I don't know. I don't. Do. I think it's because it's too brown. You know, it's oh. just like she she likes the the buildings. She likes the the houses, and I think she she's more of a fan of Santa's visit and the gingerbread house. And well, there's actually know, a lot of so. interesting ornaments. So they've got some gingerbread men to put on the tree this year, and some other yeah. some good ones. Yeah, that's, um, that's, but I, anyway, I, she yeah. she had that Lego itch. And mm -hmm. so I just so happy. I, I, I good. I make fun of you guys, but it is addicting. It's very addicting. It, but and it's, I, there's something I, therapeutic about, like even just like the build, is. the physical building part. It's like a puzzle. Well, I, I I built one the other Saturday with him, and mm -hmm. I'm like going. I had no idea. I'm putting it together, and then there's two things. I go. I guess they go on the top here. And he goes. He goes. Yeah, it goes like that. I go. What the hell is it? He goes. It's a toaster. I go. <laughs> oh. And then he goes. You just built. It. I go. I had no idea what it was. I thought it was some kind of robot and the things. <laughs> I go. Oh, because I go. It has these two extra pieces that are the same color. Mm -hmm. I go. Oh, I get it. The toast pops out. You put another piece. Oh, I got it now. Okay. Yeah. The new the new modular coming out in January. I'm not very bright. Is, uh, Natural History Museum. If you haven't seen well, it, it comes out December first. No. The the, the module. The pre-order is uh oh, the pre-order now. Yeah. But but it says that it comes out December first. I swear. That's rare. I know. They always come I, out January first. I, I know. Huh. It's, it's rare. But if you if you if you if you check it out on the website, because okay, I kept rereading it, reading it, reading it, and I swear it says December first. <laughs> if I'm wrong, <laughs> listeners send us an December email. December first or January first. Well, that's the thing, December Jack. 1st. You know, starting in two thousand. Let me let me, 14, let me pull it up. Well, Thirteen, mm -hmm. something like that. They started putting the modulars in the originally, which are the buildings uh, in the series. Um, yeah, they used to come out just randomly, but then they started just streamlining it. Oh, every January first is when the new one gets released, and uh, and so it's weird for the, the, them to say December first because they've always come out in January. I I'm. I'm going to share this with you here. Well, maybe they'll uh, want to do December to get the Christmas rush. That's why they'll do it. But it's just the it, mm. thing is that we've got a lot of kick-ass buildings coming out like right now. We've got the new Avengers Tower, which is like the big, big one that comes out on Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah. Then you've got, uh, yeah, this new modular. They've got a lot of stuff that's going to be a high dollar. Is that Back to the Future? 
It looks like it doesn't. No, it's a natural history museum, so you've got oh, okay. a little okay, dinosaur okay. and stuff in it. But this is actually one of the rare times where the price is actually cheaper than what it should be. Because you can see right there, it says 4,014 pieces. Yeah. And usually, my math is usually a dime per piece. So this really should be a $400 set, but it's 300 which is great. Yeah, I'm thinking about doing the Ford Mustang one. The I, I one the uh, the blue one is about to be out of. Uh, they're going to oh, take really? that one away. So you need to get it. You need to get it quick if you're going to get. I it. don't know. I'm just kind of. I keep looking at it, going. Ah, do I want to buy it? Do I want to buy it? Well, anyway, uh, it says right here, pre-order this item. It will ship from December. Are those cherry 1st. blossoms. That's awesome. So. Yeah. Yes, they are. Uh, that uh, oh, sorry, a, that's to... been a common one. Uh, starting with the uh, well, you uh, want you have them you have them with the bonsai tree, right? And then there's another one that has it as well. But that's been kind of a reoccurring Excellent thing recently. Um, the... So my my wife uh, again had this Lego itch. This does relate somehow to Jack's story. I swear. <laughs> uh, and I happen to have the jazz club. I bought the jazz club last mm -hmm. January. I used my points, you know, and I, mm -hmm. I got it for a good, good deal off. Um, and so it's just been sitting there waiting. And so I said, you know, well, I have the jazz club. If you want to put that together, I was going to save it for the kids, you know, for mm -hmm. Christmas. She's like, I'm building it. <laughs> so she, <laughs> she takes it upstairs she starts working on it because she she likes to get her Lego table. She likes to put on a holiday movie and she's yeah. just sitting there building. So I come by at some point and she she did let the kids build some levels. I actually didn't build anything on it. I, I just kind of let them and, you know, I'd come come around and look at stuff. But I come by at some point and there's these two Legos that are two Lego that, that are sitting there. And I'm like these extra two pieces. And as Nick will testify to this. As you go through the bags, the only thing that you should have extra of are single pieces, only yeah. singular pieces. Yeah. If it's a one by two, if it's a two by four, you have messed up, you've messed up somewhere. <laughs> and here there sits. So if it's these, just a little, it's just if it's a little singular one, you're you're fine. They they okay. like to throw in extra ones of just singular pieces. But here left over was a was two one by three black pieces. And I I, I said. Uh, someone messed up somewhere. <laughs> <You> know, so, <laughs> I start backtracking, you know, and then you know I go through the book, and then I find find where they go, and then that was my um, your contribution. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 where I get screwed up is the color. The colors I can't always tell the color. Right. So I like, hope I like, hope my wife is not your wife, Will, but I appreciate it. Was <laughs> the sister wife's? But yeah, it, it's it. I do enjoy it. I'm again. I don't get into it like you guys, but. Um, but now, now he's taking them all apart, and he's because today we were putting this cat together, and he had this thing where he took. And I go, all right. Did you take some? I know you took one of them home. Did you put different pieces on? He goes, yeah. I go, well, now we have to put different pieces for the cat. The cat can't be all orange. It's going to have to be brown and green. And he goes, why? I go, because you Is took the, those pieces home. Is it the tiger? <laughs> You're doing the tiger. The tiger, yeah, tiger cat. Oh, that makes sense. The, the tiger gets the, the tiger, tiger is one of the messed up things. It's the only Lego set they actually put an asshole on an animal. Is that what they it, did? And then, they, there's a little then flower. Then on the has a little, little flower on the butt. That's an asshole. Mm. Then it has this little little red thing with a. I go and it just sits there. I go. He goes, "What is this?" I go, "I have no idea." Is it his food? I go, "Sure, it's, it's some animal he mangled and chewed." <laughs> Well, there are some extra pieces with that because that's a three-in-one set. So the creator yeah. sets that, that are three-in-one, 
because you, you will have some extra pieces left over if you build one out of the three things. So with with the the tiger, which is a fun set, you can build the koi fish, uh, which I also like. And then I think it's a red panda, maybe. I can't remember what the third thing that is. That would make sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, and they usually make one for like the year of the, because that was for the year of the tiger. Yeah, yeah, right. And then this year they have the rabbit, which is a three in one set. Um, so, so the, the tiger pa- kills a rabbit. The parrot looks is is looks to for be a Chinese fun New one. Year. Yeah, for the Chinese New Year. Um, The Parrot is also a fun one if you're just looking for a $20 set. It comes in two different colors. There's a magenta one, and then there's a blue one. Um, But I think those three-in-one sets are kind of fun because you can take them apart and rebuild new things. He does does his own thing, and he's he's better at it than me. And he's always – he goes – he goes, no, Papa, it's this one. I go, all right, (laughs) it's fine. I, I don't know what I'm doing. Anyway. Well, I, I always love it when you bring up Lego, Jack. So thanks for that. <laughs> it, 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 was, it was me, John, the retired guy. I brought up Legos because my grandson's into Legos. Well, they're all into Legos, but it's just... but yeah, you, you get to a certain point where you have to go. I can only buy this theme, and that's it. Yes. Because even though you might like stuff, you're just going to go down that rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, it's kind of like the last theme that I'm like, okay, I will start buying is the uh, mm. the, the flowers. You know, yeah, I really enjoy yeah. the botanicals. Mm-hmm. I really, I mean, but the yeah. new ones though, I I kind of like it. The potted ones, but I mm-hmm. don't think I'm going to get them though. I I don't. Yeah, the potted ones. Uh, and then they're coming out with a bouquet of roses, which I'm like, well, you've already had roses out there. This is right. just a bouquet. Yeah. So I, I was care. a little, I was a little disappointed with the recent botanical release. Um, but yeah. uh, it it I, is, I yeah. I did have another story to, real quick. Um, sure. My grandson, I'm my. We're here, you know. It's only Chris that had to leave. My my second youngest uh, grandson. I'm trying to teach him to say Papa. He says Dada and some other things. So oh, I'm working on for like, working on for like a week. So I go Papa. He goes Kaka. So he comes <laughs> up to me now. He goes Kaka Kaka. I go it's Papa. How Papa. do you get those two mixed up? He's Can I just say that this is your your daughter fucking with you? She's it, actually it, like training it, him. Like it, she it, takes it. Okay, remember, right. call him Kaka. Wait, wait, it, it could yeah, be. exactly. Did, didn't Kaka like we all code word for poop? Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah, just poop. Yeah. I just, I just imagine that your children are trying to get get back. Oh, it, it could possibly be that way. But I'm like, no, no. It's Cindy's trying to get him to say Gigi. I go. He's around me more than you. Right. In fact, he'll come in the house and we'll go. Come here, come here, come here. And he always comes to me and gives me a big hug. I said, ha ha ha. What about Gigi and PP? Gigi and PP? Oh, that'd be a good one, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, I watched that old video you put up the other day of uh, I forget Ava. Name. Ava, yeah, throwing the balls down the stairs. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, of course, yeah. I realize you're just being the the funny grandpa of like, no, we can't do it anymore. But like, you no, know, I was me. I was probably really saying no. You really were saying no, but she <laughs> kept doing it, and I was kind of like. Come on, Jack. Be 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 the dad, Jack, not the grandpa, Jack. You know, put the hammer down. And I didn't even realize so my daughter said something. She only has one shoe on. Oh, okay. I didn't. I missed that. Oh, I go. I go. One one shoe, kids. Yeah, I go. I don't know. But she she we had a big ball of uh, Taffy would have loved it. Big ball pit of you mm. know those plastic uh, swimming and they would just, she just kept throwing it and she'd run back and she'd go back. I go, no, you need to stop. I'm going to have to pick all those up. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> and run in there and grab some more. Yeah. Now she's, she's, what, 
in kindergarten now. Yeah. Wow. Time flies. They do. Yeah. And they just they grow up so fast. I mean, it's just like even Chris saying he's got a four year old. I'm like, is he yeah. four? I remember I you know. telling I us. Still, that he... I still I still think of him as just having a baby. I'm just having son. a baby, yeah. Mm, yeah. So um w- let's take one more commercial break. That's what I was about to say. Is... We need to take okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause this is a super long episode. You know? I blame it, I blame you guys because it's really kind of two parts because we had the the Chris in the first hour, and the yeah, Jack and yeah. you missed you a know. lot of deep conversations with Jack Handy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I ran across one of those on TikTok. My favorite one, which is the burned down Disney Disneyland. Um, <laughs> that's, that's one of my favorite ones. Well, the one I always remember was uh, I don't know why I always thought it was funny as a kid. It was like you know, every now and then my son will say. Dad, why does it rain? And I say, because God is crying. And then he looks at me and says, well, why is God crying? And I can't help but say, probably because it's something you did. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that one. Yeah, yeah that's, a good, that's yeah. a good one. <laughs> no, there's, there's some funny ones. Um, so, so uh, real quick. Uh, wait, are, the, are, those point, new, are those new glasses, Matt? No. They look no, like they're different been. colors. No, they've always okay. been. All right. I think I think I have more of a direct light right now. I have a, like a oh, okay. mini mini light over here. And I froze. Too. You did. You, you froze did. now. You look, you look like a grumpy old man. He does. Well, I am look, a grumpy old man. <laughs> you look like Jay from. I've been watching Modern Family, so. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't help but see Jay and Gloria. Like you're doing the Jay podcast. Hey, works for me. So. Yeah. <laughs> Oddly, though, you're Jack. And oh, Jack. wow. Yeah, I see it now. Yeah. yeah. With the glory. And... Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, Yay. Yay. A really, Yay. A, really, a really good clip of an early season of Modern Family showed up today on somewhere in my feed, and I watched it. And it, it just makes me mad now because I, I really, like Jack and I have, and some of us have said, like, I mean, Modern Family in its first few seasons is so damn good. And then just the way it ended. I'm not saying it's the worst ended show ever, well, but they it just bowed, they bowed to the pressure of having to because people were saying it doesn't, it's not having, there's no substance to it. It just, I go, yeah, it's making me laugh. That's all it has to do. I used to right. argue that all the time. It, goes, it does. Yeah. Who cares? But then they had to make it this meaning something. I'm like, I, I mean, I've, I've definitely watched that show. It's, it's kind of like a family show that we sit down and we'll, we'll kind of like, we might be on our phones or our devices playing, you know. But as a family, we collectively have kind of on the background because uh, and there are funny. I, I think that the mid seasons of that show still have some really strong stuff. Um, I love the scene where they take Lily to this restaurant and she's determined to say that she's gay. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You know, and Gloria's just like, no, you're Vietnamese. And she's like, I hate Vietnam. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the that's a good one because that's even like even that's even when Cam and uh Jesse, I can't think of his name right now. Oh, Cam, are, Cam and Mitchell. Cam and Mitchell, yeah, like when mm-hmm. even them they're saying stuff and they're like Yeah, they, they, they keep, keep saying stuff. They keep digging themselves in a hole, like yeah, yeah. that's such a good yeah. Yeah, well, it, no, that they that that whole back and forth and the way that that's written. So I I do I think there are moments. The problem is, is that they, you know, the kids obviously grow up and, and them doing backflips to like, you know, keep, keep stories going or the fact that there is really no show Bible. It's like the, the daughters kind of go in and out of different phases and you're just yeah. kind of like, okay. Well, Manny, so. who was funny in the beginning was mm-hmm. terrible. It's like they had no, 
Yeah, they, they, they had, and they they, they, they did they, the classic they, like bring it bring another kid on with Joe. But yeah, I do yeah. like some of Joe is I, funny. Joe is funny. There's this moment where Joe says, uh, he he's trying to kidnap Santa Claus, and he says like, imagine if it could be Christmas all year long. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's got this whole subplot. Like he's he's got his own mission, and he's trying to convince the others. Yeah, like, Luke wasn't as funny when he got older. Uh, no, no, and he wasn't yeah. as funny, and it's yeah. just like. Uh, I think I, Haley was the only one that was kind of funny because she had funny, yeah. she mm-hmm. had that what was the boyfriend's name? Um, yeah, Dylan. Um, Dylan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But other than that, it's just like we should have started sending the kids away to college. Right, and that's that's where I I remember that as soon as Haley when he got into those seasons where she was supposed to be yeah. going to college and didn't go to college, yeah. and it's like that's where I was saying okay, like they're doing kind of backflips just to make this stuff make, make sense. it work. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it did. It's like oh, you're making Haley kind of a fuck up, you know, and mm-hmm. you shouldn't do that to her. You know, like just right. let her just let her be, yeah. let her go do her thing. And yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's where to me where it started to lose me a little bit. Yeah, I think. I, I just I just think as a there are some nuggets in there like as as it does progress, but because um, I, I like you I was watching yeah. I was rewatching it for a while and the pilot episode is one of those pilots it's 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 spot on it's money yeah it hits it, the it, ground it, running it, it hits mm-hmm. the ground running it's like the first episode of Friends I remember watching yeah. that going oh my god this show is hilarious and wife came home from a PTA and she goes I go. I don't know. It's some show. Uh, There's a lot of first seasons, especially for a comedy. It's like you almost have to be really, really sharp and funny. Yeah. To you know, aside from like The Office and Parks and Rec, where like the first six episodes, you know, or the first season are are sluggish. You know, uh, Modern Family, Community, Community. That first season is just so, so sharp. Good. Yeah, you have to grab them nowadays. Like it's yeah. different because like season of Superstore is that way. It's yeah. really strong, and then as it progresses, it actually kind of lose loses momentum. Because right? well, you don't you don't get the you don't get the time. You don't get the, mm-hmm. it, it's like because they were. T- I was watching something the other day. Uh, Little Little Swit and Jamie Farr were talking about Mash, and they said the first season. They almost oh, got yeah. they almost got canceled because they they were sixty eight out of seventy two shows. Mm. Wow! And then and then the uh, the the wife of the president of CBS liked the show. Mm. So what they did is they moved it to Saturday night, and this was the lineup. It was uh, oh, who was the who was the lead in? Um, shit! It was uh, God damn it! Mash was second. Oh, uh, <laughs> All in the Family, Mash. Mary Tyler Moore show, Bob Newhart show, oh, wow. and Carol Burnett. Right. And Damn. Then I go, they go, that's the best lineup of television history. I go, it, it really I, is. I go, I go, it, they're right. I mean, people would, go, I'd never heard of those shows, but if you've heard of those shows, mm-hmm. there's yeah, not a, I there's mean, not a, there's not a dog in the lot. It's like, my God. I mean, considered one NBC of the had their, their, their run of Thursday night TV, but even, oh, yeah. even, even with that, you don't have it ending with carol burnett you know right. what i mean like no i mean it's like you, okay carol burnett is is like it's like you know you had yeah you know, it's like had before ER and some other shows yeah. mm-hmm. but it's like the carol burnett show i mean that, yeah. that they were saying people didn't go to the movies people stayed home on saturday night to watch oh, yeah. tv and now yeah. saturday night is either sports right or you're you're not what you're out having a good time. well and the streaming just broke it, everything it, it, yeah. it, and it all changed like like matt was saying it's like to me in the nineties, Thursday night was the night you watch TV. Oh yeah. And then, and then when the HBO era kind of started, it was all yeah. Sunday, you know, yeah. in the two thousands, it was Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or lost. Eventually, eventually, or lost. Mash, yeah. eventually mash moved to Monday nights. 
and I can't remember what was before it, but yeah, you, th you think it, they, they said, yeah, basically they said people got us in the reruns and people are like, what's a rerun? Yeah. They got us, they got us in the reruns and then putting us in that with that lineup, that lead in with all in the family, then Matt and Mary Tyler Moore and I Mary mean, Tyler like Moore, yeah. you're sandwiched in between those two and Newhart. I mean, yeah. Like those are all like solid. Those are, those are hall of fame shows. Mm -hmm. Each yeah. and every one of them. So I started to say, um, Kind of like you know the the times that have changed, kind of like how season ones don't have back then didn't have to be that great. Because mm -hmm. um, I remember the two shows in particular, um, Friends. Um, I mm -hmm. didn't know what Friends was until its second season, and the only reason why I knew about it is my sister had gone to college, and in its first season, and she you know called was like, "Hey, there's this new show called Friends, and everyone's like watching it. You guys should watch it." And you know at that time. The show that I think my family watched was Wings. We loved Wings. Oh, Wings, yeah. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. And so we got into Friends because my sister recommended it. And it's the same thing with Lost. Like, I did not watch Lost until season two. I The first episode I watched was Hurley's Handouts, I think. Um, I don't know I've said this before. At least, I, 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 I'm not sure. If, no, it's not Hurley's Handouts. That's in season two, I think. But, uh, but the first episode, no, it was Hurley's first episode was the very first episode I ever watched in season one, but wow. I'd already, I had already hit a lot of, I'd already had missed though a lot of season one. So I just waited. I was like, I'm going to wait till the DVDs of season one comes out and then yeah. I'll watch that and then start season two. And that's what I did. So, uh, it's, I mean, so you that's, what, do Jay, that that's what Jay and I did. We watched the mm -hmm. DVDs a couple weeks before season two started. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. Like how, how lost, you know, predates the bingeable show in a way. Mm -hmm. And yet so many of us binged that first season. And then it's like, it just, you know, it really kept the, kept the, the ball rolling. I remember watching the premiere, you know, but with my schedule or with whatever it was, it was like, Oh, I can't keep up with this show. And then, then I watched the, the season uh, one after the fact, it was kind of like I'd watch. DVR helped me help me watch a lot of shows because mm -hmm. you know you're busy, you're working, you're yeah. like that. So I would DVR show, and then I'd watch them at night. You know, when we, after everybody's mm -hmm. going to bed, and I sit, I go All right, now I'm gonna sit down and watch some shows. Plus, you could fast forward through the commercials. But that string keeps bothering you. I can yeah, tell. It's, it's irritating. <laughs> you're, you're like, like Jack can't even podcast past this point. It's just I, like I it's, it's, it's like got an injury. <laughs> so. Well, you know, to the to the. People who who watch this who didn't who didn't know what it might be, he's like he's over going through withdrawals, you know. Like, yeah, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad. Jack was scratching. Anyway, anyway, we probably rambled on too much. Oh, that's what we do. So, if you like this show, and why wouldn't you? <laughs> if you would watch us live, you could see my tag. You you would you would um so you can you can follow us uh on YouTube or subscribe. And if you're listening to this, you probably already do. So uh, there's some patrons that we'd like to thank. Jack, what are their names? Don't you have those written down somewhere? Eckhart Richter Glaffler, Maggie the Magnificent, Joanne with the Plan, and Ed the Creepy Caca Poopy Letter Carrier. Thanks for what you do, and thanks for everyone that does and whatever you do. And uh, thanks for joining us in the chat. All that fun stuff. And we'll be back next week with another exciting episode of the Ramblecast. Wow, that's that was probably perfect. The, I know that's the, the most professional that's, you've ever. Well, said I, I I had to do the one for Survivor because Colleen always uh, forget, she she's always closing out the show, and I go, and we want to thank. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, was that was really good, and perhaps next week we'll return to the verses. 
this week with with uh how, oh, what how we were first, doing what, what was it oh the colors the color our favorite oh, yeah. color Co- yeah. who who won that one i think um i want to say it was chris but i don't, I'll, I'll check it, it was again. i think it was blue it's blue? The, yeah, it's blue. I know that. It's blue. So he goes, why'd so, you guys do that? I go, be smart asses. <laughs> who said that? <laughs> Cindy asked me, go, why'd oh. you do the all blue? Do you, do, you, do you not know who we are? <laughs> I said, well, we did it on purpose. We put favorite. What is your favorite color? And we all picked a blue color. <laughs> that was good. He got just, buried. Here you go. Yeah, uh, royal blue one. Oh, that's Royal me. blue. Yeah. Jack again with the demographic. Oh, I'll pick all right, Jack. You have week. all week to think about what your next verse. I don't want to be like Chris. Be. <laughs> we had a lot of suggestions in the chat. Perhaps Jack will choose one of them. I Thanks for joining it. us. See you next week. See ya. Bye, so